It's showtime. Three hours of conversation, cussing, and a discussion with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head On with Bob Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of a sustainable future, part of the uprising against mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West Bicod, Virginia, here's Bob Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. Well, howdy. And here we go, off and running on this 20th day of December 2022. This is The Horn. Head on. Live is where you'll find us on the interweb tubes. That's where you go if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, madcap, multimedia extravaganza that is The Horn chat room in the three hours in which this program is live, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, all time zones in between, and the Great Globe Round, and whatever time it is where you're listening to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the program, for participating in the program, and whatever means that you find suits you. Thank you so much. And um, again, our ongoing request... Give us a like, give us a subscribe, a thumbs up, a heart, whatever, and leave some positive feedback when you listen to the program, wherever you listen to it, whether it be Podbean or Stitcher or Spotify or even TuneIn with their lovely, lovely um, Exxon Mobile ads from which we derive no benefit whatsoever. They get the program for free and we get bupkis. Oh, well. Hi, I'm Robin. If you do pop by the aforementioned chat room uh, hereabouts now, you'll be greeted by early arriver uh, Squeaky and capably moderated by longtime inveterate indefatigable chat room moderator, uh, veteran chat room moderator Sparky, uh, who is capably assisted by his longtime associate, pinch uh, hit midweek chat room utility moderator and all around great guy, Brother Bishop Steve from Georgia Stan. Steve! So it is. Uh, it is Titanic Tuesday on the Horn. It is the Tuesday before Christmas, and now, uh, uh, well, there's Titanic intellect out there on the horizon. Uh, I, if you listen very carefully and closely, you can hear some uh, some maggot idiot saying, "Full speed ahead into that there iceberg. We're gonna have slushies." For evening cocktails. Yeah, you know it. You know it. Uh, but, uh, oh, let's see. Uh, it, it, 
places for beginnings? Well, yes. Uh, uh, Lady Lady B reminding uh, us of something I sort of mentioned yesterday. Yeah, uh, from uh, Eric Feigelding on Twitter. Uh, Lady B says, not on Twitter, boo, but I did read the comments on the site that linked to Twitter. This shit's never ending, isn't it? Alert, thermonuclear bad. Hospitals completely overwhelmed in China ever since restrictions dropped. Epidemiologist estimate 60, 60% of China, 10% of Earth's population will likely be infected with COVID over the next 90 days. Deaths likely in the millions, plural. This is just the start. And, of course, we were right there with that, um, with that information just uh well, we, we we talked about it just yesterday. Look, uh, there are problems with the, uh, the the latest booster, and I don't mean like they'll cause you harm problems. I mean there are problems with the latest booster related to the fact that it doesn't utterly prevent this latest variant. But pay attention; it can keep you out of the hospital. And our best wishes, by the way, go to uh, our, our friend Claire across the pond in uh, Mary Oldie Engeland, who informed me that she was listening to the program alongside her un- unwanted guest, COVID. Oh, get well quick, Claire. Please do. Uh, I, I love hearing from you and enjoy your, enjoy your input. And well, it just does something nice uh, for me to think about uh, people around the world you know we haven't hit all the countries yet but god knows we're trying um but it 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 makes me happy to know that there are other people people from not the united states of america uh tuning in to get an idea of what it's like here these days yeah and uh thank you uh every program here at the horn begins with gratitude and this program is no different so we say thank you um, we say thank you to Ralphs, as well as uh, Vincent. Thank you, Vincent. And thanks so much to Armand. Thank you to our buddy of long-standing Reverbo, the, union, uh, the, the human man. And thanks to Dr. John out in New Mexico, who may be hitting the road sometime fairly soon. And he will be Dr. John in somewhere else after he does that. Thanks as well to our pal Cecilia in Florida for jumping in there. So uh, here we are. The fundraising goal for this evening is $956. That means all uh, all, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week unfunded. But only $56 remains unfunded from last week. Uh, 56 more bucks and... Friday on the front porch will be fully funded from last week, okay? So thanks very kindly, uh, Cecilia, and to our subscribers over at PayPal here on the 20th day of the month. Well, let's let's get started. Let's talk about hmm, it being Titanic Tuesday and all. Let's talk about... Uh, newly minted Titanic intellect, George, no, not Soros, but Santos. 
Uh, George Santos is a newly elected maggot uh, from New York State. Uh, he is, in fact, uh, one of those noobs that came in because uh, <laughs> Sean Patrick Maloney fucked up uh, as chairman of the DCCC and uh, got too cute by half. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it turns out that George uh, George Santos is, and, and, and I want to use as accurate a journalistic term as we possibly, a liar. George Santos is a liar. And I guess he took everybody else for being a bunch of rubes. Um, the chairman of the Nassau County Republican Committee in New York, Joseph Cairo Jr., I guess that makes his friends the friends of Mr. Cairo. Never mind. That was a uh, John Anderson and Van Gillis piece from the early 80s with a lot of sound effects to it and Humphrey Bogart impressions. And, oh, well, I guess... Uh, I guess I guess brain needed a bashing. So bye, brain. I hope it didn't hurt too little. Um, but the New York Times decided to take a look at the uh, biographical information that George Santos had presented, and uh, well, it, it, George, it didn't quite work out as one might hope. Among other things, he claims that he graduated from Baruch College with a bachelor's degree in economics and finance. The NPR story noting, that appears to be untrue, which is a more delicate way of saying, that appears to be a lie. And uh, NPR dug in and Baruch College said, uh, no, we looked for uh, George Santos with a graduation year of 2010 and a birthday of July 22nd, 1988, and, well, uh, we couldn't find him. It didn't match up. I, I love this little line. NPR left messages for Santos, but has not yet heard back. And as he was campaigning, he blathered on about what a business genius he is and the successes that he'd had outside the political world. He said the... Yeah, I'm a private sector guy who was born and raised in abject poverty. That's the wrong accent, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm a private sector guy who was born and raised in abject poverty. Well, that's a little too New England, too. Well, we'll just work out. Never mind. Um, and he went on to say, only in this country does somebody who comes from a basement apartment in Jackson Heights like I did is able to rise to become a successful business person to then run for the United States Congress. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, New York Times said that, uh, uh, that uh, no, no, Citigroup nor Goldman Sachs had ever employed him. Uh, one city spokesperson talking to NPR said, uh, we were unable to confirm Mr. Santos's employment with Citi. 
And at Goldman Sachs, they said, uh, we have no record of his employment. It, there's nothing truthful about him. And he also, and, and, and see, this is, this is one of those where the community is going to have to step in. Feel free not to claim him, LGBTQ plus community. Uh, as a gay man, he said that uh, uh, his employees died in 2016 when uh, somebody opened, well, we know who, but when the, when the slaughter took place at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, yeah, I happened to at the time have people that worked for me in the club. My company at the time, we lost four employees that were at Pulse. And that he had tragic memories. Well, that pesky New York Times uh, went combing through the list of the 49 dead from the Pulse nightclub. And not one person, not one person, had any sort of connection whatsoever to George Santos. Um, now the newspaper uh, known as the North Shore Leader said he's most likely just a fabulist, a fake. And he had tweeted back on, uh, well, two days ago, we have the opportunity of a lifetime to deliver real results for the American people. We must give the gavel to Kevin McCarthy to ensure we stop the disastrous policies the Dems have pushed for the past two years. I encourage my colleagues to join me. Our country depends on it. Yeah. Imagine that. A new maggot congressman being a complete and total fraud. A fake. A dipshit. A dummy. And yet, you know what's going to happen? He's going to be... He's going to be sworn in. Yeah. And he'll take a seat in the House of Representatives because, of course, um, Kevin Kevers, man of silly putty McCarthy, uh, isn't about to lift a finger against him. How about that? Oh, well. I mean, it's who they are, right? They're liars. They lie. So, it's just a, it's, it's a starting point. Eh, it's a living. As Daffy Duck once said. As far as uh, any potential coming drama, there's a possibility that Nitwit Nero's tax data could be released to the public. It, it's it's a bad time to be 
down there at Magaloco. A real bad time. Uh, the, 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 the ketchup is flying. He's wandering around the golf course in the dining hall, grunting and grumbling. Doesn't do much of anything but shuffle into the dining hall at dinner of an evening when the, the, the members of the club have to stand and clap for him. Yeah, oh, by the way, in case you were wondering, uh, former Vice President Mike Pencil, that geek, has declared that the DOJ should not, not prosecute Tangerine Tiberius. I think the president's actions and words on January 6th were reckless, but I don't know that it's criminal to take bad advice from lawyers. Of course, that's not what he's accused of doing. And... Mike Pencil Neck Geek is still desperately trying to get back in the good graces of Daddy. I don't think he's going to get there, though. Mike Pencil Neck Geek, of course, has ever been the ultimate suck up. He went on to say that there was no legitimacy to the January 6th committee because Nancy Pelosi appointed the members. Well, I guess that kind of lets uh, Moscow Mitch and man of silly putty Kevers McCarthy off because they had a chance to put members on. And they demurred. By the way, back to George Santos for a minute. Uh, Flavio with a note when Green Glenwald is promoting him well that's enough isn't it uh, because Green Glenwald had uh, Glenn Greenwald uh, had uh, uh, pitched him as meet George Santos the first ever Brazilian American and first ever openly gay Republican elected to Congress in U.S. history. The son of working-class immigrant parents who left Brazil for the U.S. Congressman-elect Santos was born and raised in Jackson Heights, Queens. Now, of course, all of that is in question. I mean, for all, for, for, for all we know, uh, he, may, he may be Australian or, I don't know, Japanese, maybe... Russian or <sighs> yeah Greek maybe he's Lebanese because you can't believe a word about him and frankly <laughs> and and I'm not speaking because I, I'm, I'm just the T part of the LGBTQ well okay I'm part of the Q part too uh, community but I would strongly suggest that uh, uh, the uh, executive committee get together and they maybe declare that they don't believe he's gay either. Now nah, we're gonna we're gonna leave him we're gonna leave him to the to the straights. Uh, thanks for finding that, Flavio. Uh, uh, Leah, New York pointed out Keith Olbermann reported that Santos lies. 
Uh, the Keith also noted that the Democratic Party didn't Google the biographical data since he ran and lost in 2020. Thanks a lot, Democrats. Well, it could be that they expected him to run and lose again, so they felt like they didn't have to do that on their own. But, well, and, and thanks, New York Times, for getting to it now. Um, and thank you, Lee. And cutting right to the chase, John in Central PA, George Santos. So the media waits until now to report on this. God, they're so dumb. Yeah. Probably not wrong. Shoot him in the back, Gomez. Shoot him in the back. And as to the, and, and this, the NHS in England, Stephen New York points out, thanks to 12 years of Tory governance, the NHS is in shambles. People are dying, waiting for ambulances up to 10 hours. Hospitals are setting up food banks for nurses. The wait times for basic care is through the roof. And the nurses are striking for the first time in decades. Well, yeah, I mean, it, but you got to understand from a Tory perspective and Mary Oldie Engeland, all those things you just said aren't bad things. Because the Tory government in the UK would very much like, and Claire, tell me if I'm wrong, for the NHS to die a slow, painful death and or, or get grievously ill and then have to be put out of its misery by a Tory government. And if you want to, if you want to get, it, and uh, in fact, I had I had shared this with Claire. If you want to see an absolute, breathtakingly horrifying picture of just how bad NHS care can be. Uh, you need to go over to a channel on YouTube called Philosophy Tube, where a woman details her travails getting care in the NHS and does it brilliantly as a sort of, uh, well, as a sort of um, homage to Joseph Heller's Catch 22. All the various bureaucrats she names after characters in Catch-22, whether it be Colonel Cathcart or General Dreedle or uh, uh, Chaplain A.T. Tapman. I'm only an Anabaptist. It's about an hour and a half long, but it is exhaustively researched, meticulously detailed, and as crazy as it may seem, very much enjoyable to watch. Uh, first elected gay Republican, uh, Steve in New York says, no, there were two, Steve Gunderson and Jim Colby. They were Republicans? Uh, okay. So they lied about that, too. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yep, right there. Oh, and, uh, no, but back to Mike Pencil, that geek. Uh, he said, uh, 
I hope the Justice Department understands the magnitude, the very idea of indicting a former president of the United States. I think that would be terribly divisive in the country at a time when the American people want to see us heal. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's the Iran-Contra defense again. I, I know, I know, I spend too much time wandering around the fertile fields of history, but... See, I, I'm old enough that I remember back when Iran-Contra was a thing, back when old 666 himself, Ronald Wilson Reagan, had the, you know, who, start, who, who, who started his presidential campaign in August of 1980 with a speech at the Neshoba County Fairgrounds in uh, Philadelphia, Mississippi, not far from the graves of uh, Schwerner, Cheney, and Goodman who were murdered by the Klan for helping to register voters, um, and, and, and which speech was a bullhorn of white supremacy uh, to the, to the uh, former Dixiecrats, in which he, in which he Reagan, celebrated <clears throat> states' rights. Yeah, uh, but uh, no, it, remi it, remi it reminds me of that time after after the uh, Reagan administration had been proven to be the single most corrupt, venal, and criminal presidential administration in the history of the in the entire history of the country, and that includes Teapot Dome and Watergate. And uh, Katie Graham, publisher of owner of the Washington Post, and Ben Bradley argued that it would be wrong to begin impeachment proceedings against Ronnie Reagan because the country couldn't stand another constitutional crisis. Somehow or another, we withstood the constitutional uh, crisis of Watergate and and in fact, we could have withstood, and it wouldn't have been a constitutional crisis to have impeached Ronnie Reagan for heading up such a corrupt administration. It would not have brought the country down. It would have made it would have made the power-hungry Republicans really sad because Republicans are such dainty little snowflakes, and they get. So sad, so quickly. And so this idea that Mike Pence promulgated that... Uh, I think it would be terribly divisive in the country at a time when the American people want to see us heal. You stupid shit! Your side of the aisle doesn't want to see America heal? Your side of the uh, your side of the aisle is racist as fuck, transphobic as fuck, homophobic as fuck, xenophobic as fuck, phobic, 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 and would like nothing so much as to see not Americans, but certain Americans not only not healed, but just not here. By the way, um. This month marked. Uh, Miss Terry pointed this out to me. This mar this this month, I think it was December the eighth, 
marked the 203rd anniversary of the statehood of Alabama. 203 years. Uh, Governor Hee-Haw Meemaw, K. Ivey, made that announcement in her uh, monthly newsletter and said it was cause to celebrate. But the thing that occurred to me was that uh, it was the damnedest thing because it's not every state that can say that out of however many hundred years they have existed, they have spent every single year of it trying to deprive some group of essential and basic constitutional rights. Alabama can. Everybody got to have something to be proud of. Right down to this very day, Alabama. Uh, So, well, that. And I was just, I was just struck by what a lily-livered soul Mike Pencil, that geek is. His own former boss had his followers chanting, Hang Mike Pence. Okay, Randy Radar, very funny. It's okay, Robin, everything's going to be all white. Yes, okay, you get a cowbell for that. But really... He can't even he, he he can't even manage umbrage about the fact that his boss tried to get him killed who referred to him as a wimp who said he made a terrible mistake previously in selecting Mike Pencilneck Geek to be vice president. This man has no self-respect whatsoever. He's in the same camp, I guess, as Rafaelito Eduardo Cruz, the anointed booger eating future king of America who let uh, Nitwit Nero uh, call his wife ugly and suggest that his, admittedly, weird-ass daddy had a hand in the assassination of John Kennedy. But, uh, well, Mike, you do you, boo, okay? God, they're gross. Oh, and I mentioned the other day the uh, guilty verdict uh, for uh, Aaron Dean. They found him guilty of manslaughter in uh, blowing away a Tatiana Jefferson who was doing nothing more than playing video games on a couch with her nephew. And he came through the door and just wasted her. In a victim impact statement to the court after the sentencing, um, Tatiana Jefferson's sister, Ashley Carr, said, My sister did not do anything wrong. She was in her home. She was murdered. And speaking to the, 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 the murderous officer, 
She said, I pity your ignorance. You do not know enough to be ashamed. You're not self-aware enough to understand your responsibility for this evil act. And so, Aaron Dean will do more than 11 years in the joint for slaughtering a Tatiana Jefferson. More than 11 years on a verdict of guilt for manslaughter. Which is a hell of a lot less time than life without parole, which he should be doing. Recall that the police chief had said that had uh, Aaron Dean not stepped down, he would have fired him forthwith for his horrible conduct. But as I read this, I mean, uh, as I read this, uh, something comes to mind. There are good cops. And every good cop in America should be celebrating this verdict. This wasn't some sort of misfortune that befell Aaron Dean. This is punishment for a gross violation of the law with a significant break in it from murder to manslaughter. How do you look at a woman? Because remember, it was, an, uh, it, it, it was a wellness check. It was supposed to be a wellness check because a neighbor saw the door standing open at night at that household and instead of treating it as a wellness check Aaron Dean and his partner decided to treat it as perhaps a home invasion they did this without orders and they played secret squirrel around the house and Aaron Dean showed up with his firearm aimed directly at a Tatiana Jefferson. And then he wasted her. That sounds like intentional conduct to me, not the negligence that's required for a manslaughter rap. But he did get 11 years, 10 months, and 12 days in prison. And let every good cop in America say hallelujah. Let every good cop in America say justice was done. And while every good cop in America is saying things, let them, let them absolutely excoriate the uh, Virginia State Police for continuing to hide the hiring records of the 28-year-old who drove, drove all the way from, from uh, uh, Chesterfield County, Virginia, to Riverside, California, slaughtered a pair of grandparents, slaughtered a mother, and then kidnapped a 15-year-old girl. Yeah, who then wasted himself with the sidearm that was provided for him by law enforcement back in old Virginia.
I, I don't know. I presume that quite possibly there might be an appeal of the sentencing. I hope that's not. I hope it doesn't. Ha- I hope it doesn't st- stand a snowball's chance in hell. And by the way, as he as the prosecution proceeded, uh, they brought in a woman who accused Aaron Dean of assaulting her in two thousand four. back when he was a member of the University of Texas Police at Arlington. The psychologist testified against him, suggesting that there were indications that uh, Aaron Dean had a sense of grandiosity, interpersonal interpersonal difficulties, that he was domineering, over-controlling. That night it might ex- explain why he didn't want to do a wellness check, why he wanted to um, run an assault on the house instead. Eleven years, ten months, and twelve days, and because the sentence was more than ten years, there was no possibility of probation On the conviction. <sighs> Little victories. By the way, I wanted to let you know that um, our dear friend uh, Bernadette is okay. Uh, 6.4 magnitude on the Richter scale earthquake shook the bejesus out of uh, uh, Humboldt County, and I know that matters a lot. And uh, Dave, number 11, I need to hear from you, please. If you've got power and if you can get the, get the word out, but I did hear that uh, Bernadette, who li- also lives in Humboldt, is okay. Uh, her power was restored sometime about eleven something this morning. Uh, it happened about two a.m. I think Pacific Standard Time. But Bernadette is in fact okay. Um, portions of Humboldt are said to be. And, and this is a complex geologic term, a mess. Um, two people are reported dead after the quake. It's, uh, you know, like I said, Dave number 11, pretty please, if you don't mind. And uh, I, I love nothing so much as uh, some delicious schadenfreude-frosted Republican infighting because um, the maggots over in the House, which will all too soon be descending into Bedlam, have actually sent a letter 
to Senate Republicans, the minority in the Senate, um, and they and they're still big mad. Die mad about it, y'all. Uh, thank you, Dave Number Eleven. We're good. Appreciate it. Means a lot. This community cares about everybody in it. Um, no, the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is this is a great case. You you mad, bro? Um, the House maggots say that they will kill every bill that comes to the House in 2023. From any Republican supporting the omnibus spending bill, you know, that keeps the government open through September of 2023. I don't fully understand the um, dynamics or the legalities of why we can't just pass a bill that funds everything through I mean, maybe, well, that's a fiscal year thing, I'm sure, but it, or something related to it. But, you know, funds everything through, say, December 31st, 2023. And they're, they're, they're mad, the maggot Republicans in the House, because they didn't get their Christmas gift. And they wanted that. You know what they wanted under the Christmas tree? A government shutdown. Jesus, these assholes. And uh, it starts with Kevers McCarthy, man of silly potty, who uh, said today that no Republican who signs off on the budget would have their bills brought before the House. Uh, Chip Roy of Gonorrhea Gulch, Texas, wrote to his Senate Republican colleagues and said, the American people did not elect us, any of us, to continue the status quo in Washington, and this bill will undoubtedly do. Further, we are obligated to inform you that if any omnibus passes in the remaining days of this Congress, we will oppose and whip opposition to any legislative priority of those senators who vote for this bill, including the Republican leader. We will oppose any rule, any consent request, a suspension voice vote, or roll call vote of any such Senate bill, and will do otherwise, do everything in our power to thwart even the smallest legislative and policy efforts of those senators. Or I don't come from Dribbling Dick, Texas. And the fine people of Dribbling Dick done sent me to tech, to, from Texas up to Washington, D.C. to make sure no government gets going on now. And Kevers McCarthy, because he has not yet secured his speakership, um, well, he... Uh, 
he got on his he got on his uh, he put his ass kissing lipstick on and said, "Agreed." Except no need to whip. When I'm speaker, their bills will be dead on arrival in the House if this nearly $2 trillion monstrosity is allowed to move forward over our objections and the will of the American people. There's only one problem. It will not be moving forward over the will of the American people. It will be moving forward with the will of the American people. Because the Democratic majority in the Senate actually represents a substantially, substantially higher number of Americans than those senators from, like, Wyoming, where they represent, you know, 162 people and 20,000 cattle. Or Idaho. Or North Dakota or South Dakota where the two states, if they were put together, could barely muster up the bare minimum number for a member in the House of, uh, House of Representatives, but get one just, you know, for being there. And, uh, well, as, uh, as was pointed out back in 2016 when the Republicans swore to God they'd do it again, they were called the party of no. And it looks like they want to wear that some more. But they didn't have, but, but they had control of the, they had control of the, of the uh, Senate back then. But John Cornholio of Texas wasn't having none of it. Nope. Well, uh, uh, John Cornholio is the whip in the, the minority whip in the Senate. And he said, Will? I wonder what they're going to do uh, legislatively. Can't do anything by themselves, and they're in the... They have a thin majority. It's wafer thin. Uh, they're having a hard time even getting a majority for the speaker. Ow. I, it, it, come on. Let's you and him fight. It, it really, no holds barred. Rabbit punches are okay. Below the belt is just fine. Gouging and, st and, and stomping and scratching and kicking is completely a-okay. This is like MMA, only with maggots. Maggot MMA. I uh, do sincerely hope it doesn't hurt too little. And when you think about that wafer-thin majority that they've got over in the House, wouldn't take but a little handful of votes to shit on everything that Kevers McCarthy wants. Yeah, that's basically the, that's basically the upshot of it, Steve. 
Stephen New York says, so nothing's going to get done for the next two years because maggots won't let nothing pass. What a surprise. So somewhere around September 24th, 2023, it looks like we're guaranteed to have a government shutdown. Enjoy the next nine months. Um... Give them hell. That's done. What are you people? On dope? Could be. I mean, best I got. Uh, sorry about the glitch there. Uh, every now and then. Doesn't happen too terribly often, but uh, the fab machine has put in yeoman service for. God, I can't even think about I, I how many years since uh, our buddy our buddy Fab made it possible for to build this machine and it has been it's been a real trooper. I mean, it's on pretty much 24 hours a day, 7 days a week and uh I don't know, maybe I overloaded memory or something like that, but the computer crashed. That's the bottom line. But we're back, at least I trust we are back. Uh so uh, keep fingers crossed, please. Uh, no, no, Fabio, I didn't have to sign off early. Uh, the computer crashed, and if you're still listening, you've got to. And and I love I love how uh, I love how I a a a term from years and years and years ago now can just become embedded in the little. Uh, the little culture of our family community congregation here because the, I got a message from Flavio. D- you got frontiered again? Well, no, because I mean, we <laughs> frontier hasn't been part of the problem here for at least half a decade or more. Um, no, it's it's it was it was just a it was just a computer issue with the computer going crashy crash. Uh, hopefully. It's back now, and everybody's hearing the program. Yeah, five years on the five, uh, fab machine, because Brother Deacon Asa is the uh, official horn archivist. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, the fab machine, uh, Stephen New York says, I'm guessing you haven't installed a new flagellate plate in a while. No, and uh, the Knuton valve is hanging on by a thread. But doesn't happen too terribly often. But it just so happened that it happened on this 20th day of December uh, installment. But we're here. We're here. And uh, I guess that little glitch ate up about 10 minutes of the program. So uh, I understand. I understand uh, to our anonymous friend. Well, we are at the top of the hour, so by all means, let me uh, let me announce again: fundraising goals at nine hundred and fifty-six bucks, and hopefully, maybe people and and people have. I've seen I've seen names that I've never seen before, and it's wonderful to see those uh, in in helping to keep the program going. It's so very helpful, and uh, we are on a desperate 
desperate mission to keep the electricity on. Um, I've got $800 due by the 26th, that is Monday. And we'll cross our fingers and hope they don't freeze that way. Um, obligatory Star Trek reference, Lee in New York says, uh, uh, did Charlie make the baffle plate disappear? I'm afraid so. I'm afraid so. Or, I don't know, the stream got sent out to the cornfield for a while to work, if we want to work that metaphor. Um, but back to, back to where we previously were. Uh, I had mentioned earlier in the course of the program the ongoing, and it's, it is, it's mysterious, um, the murder of the grandmother and the grandfather and the mother of a 15-year-old girl by a uh, probably sick little incel who traveled from Virginia across the country to commit his crimes. Um, how is the 26th a holiday? That's our, I mean, it, it, maybe it's a holiday for AEP. That's their drop-dead date, we get cut-off date. Um, what, Boxing Day? Boxing Day is not a holiday. Uh, it is Ferg's birthday. That would be a crummy thing for him to have for his, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, that'd be a crummy birthday gift for his 28th birthday. But no, uh, Austin Lee Edwards was the little homicidal creep's name. And getting to the game a mite late, former hedge fund, um, hedge, hedge fund uh, billionaire Glenn Youngkin, the governor of ooh, Virginia, said he by God wants a full investigation by the inspector general's office. I believe there was human error here. Our job is to not let this happen again. No, you dipshit. It happened while you'd been governor for a while, for a year almost. Your job was to not let it happen at all, you fuckwit. Glenn Youngkin. No, we're turning, we're going to turn Virginia back over to the parents. It, oh, piss off. Because, see, uh, Austin Edwards entered the State Police Academy in July 2021. He graduated as a trooper in January, just as Glenn Youngkin was taking office. Uh, and then uh, he worked as nine months for a trooper. Then he resigned in October. And then he got hired as a deputy sheriff in Washington County, Virginia, on November 16th. And then he went off to California and slaughtered people. What we know, one of the things that we know now is that uh, Austin Lee Edwards asked the 15-year-old girl with uh, whom he was catfishing, pretending to be a 17-year-old boy, he asked her to send naked pictures to him, and then... Uh, based on what they've been able to determine by analyzing her social media... 
and perhaps by interviewing her because she he didn't kill her uh, was that she stopped communicating with him when he started asking for the naked pic- pictures recall that he killed the mother the grandparents and then set fire to their home there in Riverside which is southeast of uh, downtown L.A. This thing is a uh, huge embarrassment for the old dominion. But, uh, and and trying to have his cake and eat it too or straddle both sides of the fence, uh, uh, Glenn Youngkin's office. Remember, he was he became governor of Virginia with scads of money that were that that, that came from hate organizations, LGBTQ hate organizations. And uh, uh, Macaulay Porter there in Virginia said that the, the governor has full confidence that they will follow the evidence wherever it may lead. And uh, went on, uh, another individual said, uh, we think it was an isolated incident, uh, the the human error that happened when they was a hire in Austin Edwards. Uh, Steps are currently underway to ensure the error is not repeated again going forward. Tell that to the 15-year-old little girl's dead mother and grandparents. God, I hope, I, I, I hope, I hope somehow or another, because... It's not like 15-year-olds are particularly good at going out and hiring lawyers. Hopefully a, a, a guardian ad litem can be appointed for her in California and absolutely sue the Virginia State Police until those fuckers aren't going anywhere except on pogo sticks. Jesus, God. And the little bastard. It never needed to have happened. It's infuriating. And here's the thing. Nobody still knows what, nobody knows yet what it was that the, uh, uh, Sheriff's Department went and, in the dark and still of the night, quietly removed from Austin Edwards's home. I guess that'll be more information that uh, dribbles out. By the way, a little bit more information coming from Dave number 11 um, about Humboldt County. 4G is saturated as there's no other Internet here. The movement was different this time inasmuch as there is offset on a multitude of thrust faults that haven't moved in my lifetime. There's a bridge that hasn't had any earthquake issues since 1911 that is currently closed. My direct route south is closed for the first time since the road was built. I have uh, PV batteries running the house, photovoltaic. 
The grid is still down because of new regulatory requirements that human eyes have to verify there's no damage. So we're waiting for the PG&E helicopter to fly over before they turn the electric back on. My only issue is that I fell and now I have a crack in my butt. Really? Really, Dave? I'm, I'm hoping that's some absolutely shameless horn humor. As to December 26th, yeah, uh, you and Randy Radar were right. Uh, December 26th will be the observed Christmas holiday because Christmas falls on a Sunday. Uh, but fear not, if we have electricity, we'll be on the air. It, me and that mouse in my pocket, we actually, it's a net working in the background, quietly in the background, and uh, yeah, um, no, but I'll be here. Back when he was little, I'd take the night off and take him for, oh, I don't know, over to the Mexican restaurant for fried ice cream. We did that one year. That was sweet. But I'll be here as long as there's electricity. Yay. Uh, so just other things uh, uh, here and there and, yeah. Santa Monica, California, which did not have an earthquake today. Uh, the Daily Beast had the story of a uh, teacher at New Roads School in Santa Monica going back to September 2019. Uh, she has sued uh, her former employer. Because while on the uh, job at the L.A. area prep school, well, that uh, that school turned out to be a hotbed of racism in which Tiffany Wright was told by one of her white co-workers to go back to Africa. Suffice to say, Tiffany Wright had never been to Africa. Um, Tiffany Wright is an American. But that didn't stop the racist POS from saying that. She claimed in court that uh, she is at present ineligible to renew her contract as a teacher because she actually spoke about, or spoke out about, her white co-worker telling her to, and I quote, go back to Africa. And she goes on to say that the uh, prep school failed to stop harassment, wrongfully terminated her, and fostered a hostile work environment. She said in her filings, as is true with many organizations that project a certain image or identity, New Roads was completely different from what it claimed to be. At the school, plaintiff experienced almost the exact opposite of anti-racism, being confronted with absurd and offensive comments like, go back to Africa. And when she complained about that and other racist incidents, the administration ignored her, shunned her, told her to shut up, told her to eat shit, 
and the school's administrators even went so far as to threaten her. And I guess we'd just say it's another day in America, but this New Roads Prep School has a website, and the website says that they liberate young individuals through the pursuit of justice, equity, and opportunity. Raise generations of powerfully compassionate advocates in an intellectual habitat driven by authentic diversity and ultimately empower them to disrupt systems that produce inequality and build a more just future. But on the, um, you know, on the, on the DL, the teachers were told to take better care of the full-paying white students. It costs over $43,000 a year to go to New Roads School. And at one, oh, discovery in this case is going to be great for new roads. If I were them, I'd run out and settle yesterday. Because among other things, uh, Tiffany Wright talked about the fact that teachers were told to raise grades of underperforming students. And uh, she attended one presentation where a, 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 a photograph of Vice President Kamala Harris was displayed next to that of... Oh, come on, everybody knows what this is. Uh, yeah, an ape. Jesus, God. And again, this is not Alabama. This is not Mississippi. This is Santa Monica, California. And then on the other end of the country... Well, maybe not the other end of the country, but uh, where'd it go? Yeah, well, halfway across the country. Kansas City, Missouri. Where, again, a uh, highfalutin school, a charter school, in this case one with a uh, majority-minority student population, University Academy... Well, they uh, they actually kind of got it right because they shit-canned a uh, history and African-American studies teacher named Johnny Wolf, white guy, after uh, concerns were raised about his propensity to use that word. There are the, there were multiple videos and recordings of students talking to teacher Mr. Wolf about his propensity for using that word. And Mr. Wolf respond to the responded to the young scholars by saying you can like it, not like it, be upset about it, all you like. But ultimately, this is a ridiculous conversation. The administration, as opposed to the administration in Santa Monica, the administration in Kansas City is saying that uh, 
Uh, we want to use this as an opportunity to understand where we've fallen short and made mistakes. We're committed to evolve and improve. Our objective is to return University Academy to a manner that ensures an incident of this nature does not occur again. Among other things, they're going to try to increase the diversity of the staff at the school. At present, that staff is 59% white, 39% black, 1% Asian, and 1% Hispanic. Now we wait for this, and this will be a couple of weeks or maybe a month or whatever uh, before we get the news story about the Mr. Wolf suing because he has a, I don't know, closely held religious belief that he should say that word a lot because that is the, that's, that's the hook that this all hangs upon every, every iota of white grievance in America today. Proof thereof? Well, sure, it just so happens I have it, and it comes to us from the Buckeye State. A middle school teacher. A middle school teacher named Vivian Garrity, who now says that she has a constitutionally protected religious belief to abuse and verbally harm her students. She's been canned. She taught at Jackson Memorial Middle School in Massillon, Ohio. Ooh, they do love their football in Massillon. I know that for a fact. Um, she had uh, taught at Massillon's about 50 miles south of Cleveland. She had taught at uh, this uh, Jackson Memorial Middle School from about August 2020 to August 2022. And she had two young charges who wanted to be called by names other than that which was put upon their birth certificates. Because they were gender nonconforming. And uh, another student wanted to be referenced with pronouns inconsistent with the student's sex. Still have a hard time sorting this this kind of crap out because what do you do with a girl named Billy or the eponymous boy named Sue? So she's run off and filed a lawsuit, uh, entered the Alliance Defaming Freedom or... Uh, the Thomas More Society or any of the, 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 the Liberty Lobby, Liberty Council, any of these toxic dodges that seek to turn the United States of America into a filthy theocracy. Her suit papers say that she would not, she would not, she would not treat those students with dignity because Jesus didn't want her to. Rejection of one's biological sex is a rejection of the image of God within that person. And it would be immoral. And and for her to accept gender identity that's different from their biological sex, sex is harmful to the child because it's untrue. 
Lady, go teach in one of those filthy church schools, okay? So on August 26th of 2022, she met with the school principal, Casey Carter, and the, the school district director of curriculum and instruction, Monica Myers, and that she was trying to reach a solution that would allow her to keep teaching without violating her closely held religious beliefs. And then she claims in the suit papers, and this is of course a lie, she was required to put her beliefs aside as a public servant. But she, because she loves Jesus, could not. Honey, Jesus forgives everybody everything. All you got to do is ask. Sorry, Jesus. Sorry about being decent to the fifth grader. Can you forgive me, Jesus, for not shitting all over a fifth grader? <sighs> and so she resigned from the school. And she said, we have, uh, Ms. Garrity did, we have irreconcilable differences. Honey, it's a job, not a marriage. It's not divorce. And then, well, <laughs> in the letter, <laughs> she said, I was asked to conform to students' gender identities that opposed my religious beliefs. Unequivocally and unapologetically, I will not do so. While some may say this is forcing my beliefs on others, I say this is standing up for the mission that every teacher should fight for. Yes, every teacher should abuse their charges and make them hate coming to school every day of their lives. That's the purpose of teaching, isn't it? I understand that it's not my place to force my religious beliefs on others. However, there are lines that I will not cross as they would violate my conscience and my God. You reckon this stupid see you next Tuesday eat shrimp? How about some, uh, how about a big old barbecued pulled pork pig sandwich? Doesn't seem to have any problem violating those religious principles. Then again, you know, wonder if she's ever been divorced, like Jesus said, don't do. You know, when these, when they, when these, when these damn fools. Pull this crap. They need to be cross-examined until a fly won't light on them. So the Jackson Local School District last week uh, put out a statement. They said, we will always strive to provide a safe, comfortable environment for all of our nearly 6,000 students in which to learn. If it was up to me, I would rearrange that sentence a little bit. That last prepositional phrase is entirely out of place, but that's me, and I'm strange that way. 
We have engaged legal counsel and we will have no further comment on pending litigation. And um, Board of Education President Christopher Goff wrote a letter to the parents in the community and staff members and said, we have no intention of trying this suit in the court of public opinion. But we prioritize student safety and creating the best possible learning environment while respecting individual and cultural differences. And meanwhile, they, that school district does not have a policy about gender identity. But it does follow the federal law. And Title IX of the federal the U.S. Department of Education's ban on discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity says that, uh, well, you don't get to shit on the little uh, gender non-conforming kids. And all of that horseshit about biology and biological sex is exactly that. I will not go into the details, but I'm a biological female. Mm-hmm. Never mind. So basically, Mrs. Garrity or Miss Garrity or Ms. Garrity, I don't care how she refers to herself, she's a piece of shit. Um, she would rather harm children based upon her own closely held religious beliefs than see those children grow up happy and healthy. Back on December 15th, the Trevor Project um, announced its nationwide survey of nearly 34,000 LGBTQ teens and young adults and a huge percentage of the respondents said they had seriously considered suicide in the past year. And that among a great deal of them, that consideration had to do with being shat on over their identity. Meanwhile, the American Academy of Pediatrics has said... Uh, you know, gender identity and sex are two different things, right? Um, one is one's internal sense of who one is. And it doesn't always line up with the, with, with, with the latter. But, suicide, but we know this much. Suicidal ideation drops dramatically among kids who live in accepting communities as opposed to those who live in places like Alabama or Mrs. Garrity's middle school, fifth grade English class. Oh yeah, Randy Radar, I have had that. I love that. Uh, Randy wants to know, ever had the ginger ice cream at an Asian restaurant? Worth trying? Yeah, oh no, it's yummy. Love the green tea ice cream too. Um... Oh, and uh, Flavio reminds us, Ron Monkey Up DeClantis is now going to stack school boards in Florida with conservatives, you know, maggots. What can be done against that trend? Well, the, the, the people of Florida are kind of in charge of that. I presume that there will be some level of, of uh, um, 
judicial activity, but well, he's trying to pack the courts, too. It turns out that either he thinks or the Constitutional Act of Florida actually provides for the governor of that state to have almost dictatorial powers. Remember when he fired a prosecutor? He's now being sued for it. For simply saying that uh, the prosecutor saying, well, you know, we don't have any, but if anybody brings a prosecution for the Florida's abortion law, it's going to gather a lot of dust. But yeah, just going back to Mrs. Garrity, she filed her lawsuit against the uh, Jackson Independent School District eight days ago. Her lawyers were the grifty, filthy, slimy, dirty, belly-crawling, scum-sucking, alliance-defaming freedom that 501c3, that tax-exempt organization that is working hammer and tongs to make this country a theocracy unsafe for anyone who isn't white, cis, and het, preferably male. That Remember, that was the same group that... Uh, Uh, went to the Supreme Court to argue that uh, a woman who had never been asked to make a website for a gay couple's wedding be allowed to discriminate as she saw fit in the name of Jesus! Yeah. Uh, sorry for sorry for dragging that into the uh, program this evening, but it kind of dovetails with a, 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 with a heartbreaking story coming out of Kentucky. Stan, there's a state senator in Kentucky. Stan, her name is Karen Berg. She's a Democrat, and she recently had to make an announcement that no mother ever wants to make. She issued a statement saying, As the mother of a transgender son, I gave my whole heart to trying to protect my child from a world where some people, and especially some politicians, intentionally continued to believe that marginalizing my child was okay simply because of who he was. This lack of acceptance took a toll on my son, Henry Berg Brousseau, He long struggled with mental illness, not because he was trans, but born from his difficulty finding acceptance. At 24 years old, he had gone to work for the Human Rights Campaign, which one would hope was a good fit for him. And he worked for the Fairness Campaign. That's an organization dedicated to LGBTQ advocacy in Kentucky. In his work at the Human Rights Campaign, he got a big promotion... then he killed himself. Senator Karen Berg said that he spent his life working to extend grace, compassion, and understanding to everyone, but especially to the vulnerable and marginalized. 
Senator Berg went on to say, in one of our last conversations, he wondered if he was safe walking down the street. The vitriol against trans people is not happening in a vacuum. It is not just a way of scoring political points by exacerbating the culture wars. It has real-world implications for how transgender people view their place in the world and how they are treated as they just try to live their lives. And Henry just couldn't. And I hope as she sits in the Senate of the Commonwealth of Kentucky, every time one of those Bible-thumping maniacs rises up to say something vile and filthy about people who live their lives differently, who love differently, I hope the words turn to ashes in their God-forsaken, hell-bound mouths. When they catch sight of Henry's mama sitting there, in the chamber with them. I'm sure he was a good kid, a good young man. But it was too much to ask of him to live under a constant barrage of hatred that come from people who say they worship the Prince of Peace. And thus it became easier to simply leave. Because some people can't stand the idea of making this a country that accepts everyone. Where, as the saying goes, all are welcome. heart goes out to her. But the other side isn't going to be changing anytime soon. No. A uh, group of young right-wing miscreants, uh, hard, hard cases, dead-enders, and ne'er-do-wells gathered at what was called TP America their America Fest and naturally they invited who? That's right, Stevie Three Shirts the man who looks like rancid hot dog water smells Steve Bannon now these are the, these are the same people that love to torment anyone that they deem not to be sufficiently maggot sufficiently white sufficiently cis, sufficiently het. And so, the man who looks like rancid hot dog water smells opened the, 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 the meeting with something that doesn't exactly seem to in, at, at, present, at the present time doesn't seem so very metaphorical. Are we at war? Yeah. No, I want to hear it. Are we at war? Yeah. Are you prepared to take this to its ultimate conclusion and destroy the deep state? Yeah. Root and branch? Yeah. 
Final solution. Do you understand what a historic week this is? You know why it's a historic week? Because of you. And you and you. This is what they fear. They fear not just an electorate that is informed, but an electorate that says, no longer are we just going to sit there and take it. You are an awakened army. Now, what they're going to sit there and say is, oh, he's getting them all worked up, right? You're getting them all worked up out there in Arizona. No, we're tougher, we're smarter, and we've got to be more cunning than they are. They're going to try to bait you into everything. You have to be smarter than that, right? Because, you know, they're master baiters. Is there any substitute for victory? Are you sure about that? Are you going to submit? Are you going to comply? With what? Submit to what? Comply with what? Are you going to be a law-abiding citizen of the United States of America? No! What is this submission and, compl- and, and, and compliance that he's talking about? Well, he's talking about the culture wars. Or what they call the culture wars. Going out into the streets to deny rights to people who don't look like them, don't dress like them, don't act like them, don't love like them. But then again, if you think, now these are supposedly young maggots. There is probably not a closet on on earth big enough to hold the lot of these people. There's enough latency and repression in that crowd to sink an ocean liner. Titanic Tuesday. Are you subjects? Are you citizens? Yeah. Trump won. You're damn right he won. And Trump won big. Jesus, we're coming to the end of 2022. The election was over two years ago. There is not a sane or sober person in the United States of America who says anything but that Biden whipped ass on that orange shit stain. But mommy and daddy's little punkin is in that crowd hollering, Trump won! And the man who looks like rancid hot dog water smells, you're damn right! And I go back to our retooled saying of the last couple of years. It's not, they're going to do it again. Y'all, they're still doing it. If we're prepared to accept that, you're prepared to be a subject. You're prepared to comply. You're prepared to get on your knees to the administrative state. Are you prepared to do that? No, 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 because the only, uh, the, the, on, the only way there's victory is if, if, if who I'm rooting for wins. Jesus, what if, what if, the, what, if what if the Super Bowl was like that? 
Yeah, well, we got beat 52 to 13, but we won. People wouldn't take you. People wouldn't take such a person seriously. But politics in this country is so screwed that this asshole actually has a platform and a public. And he is the living embodiment of what may well be the demise of the United States of America and the absolute end of constitutional governance. Because a country in which the loser can just say, no, we won, is not operating on any, any, any kind of realistic political foundation. You will not comply. Good. Get out the zip ties and the and, 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 and the and the and the pepper spray, hose them down, and say, keep saying how you won't comply. What do you what do you what do you suppose these spoiled little freaks would do? What do you suppose these spoiled little freaks would do if they were actually confronted with reality? If non-compliance was required of them, do you think if you took every one of these rotten little white kids and 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 combined the moral quanta of their beings, you think you could come up with the starch of one? John Lewis, young John Lewis, that age, that back then, on Bloody Sunday. They do one of two things, these rotten white children. They'd gang up and behave like Nazi, like the Nazi bully boys they aspire to be, and bully girls. Or they would, or, or 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 they would run so fast you wouldn't see anything but assholes and elbows. And just in case anybody's wondering, I mean that's enough of that. Candio, uh, who is of course a a uh, an employee of Neo Maxi Zoom Dweeby Ben Shapiro. Um, Candio is pitching a <clears throat> documentary. <clears throat> it's another <clears throat> documentary <clears throat> coming from the Ben Shapiro outfit, the same group that gave you What is a Woman by Matt Walsh. Only the new one, the new <clears throat> documentary, is called the greatest lie ever sold. What, you may ask, is the greatest lie ever sold? Well, according to Candio, it is the idea... Get the vomit bucket. 
Get the vomit bucket. According to Candio, it is the idea that George Floyd was murdered. The greatest lie ever sold. A black woman who is trying to get, who is trying to somehow escape her blackness, I guess. Kind of like, you know, when Kate Jenner goes out and wallows around with these, these assholes. Um, I guess trying to escape her transness. Candio says that, uh, now this is the woman who said that uh, Hitler was really pretty cool. And if he would have kept his nationalism inside German, uh, German boundaries, it would have been awesome. That Candio. The same Candio that defends Yedolf. Yeah, she's saying that uh, George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. It relies on so-called experts who have resumes that include publication of uh, anti-Black Lives Matter books. Uh, an expert who said that uh, Black Lives Matter is a black nationalist revolutionary Marxist movement tied into a much larger international movement referred to as One World, One Struggle. And in this documentary, she actually goes to bat for Derek Chauvin. She interviews Derek Chauvin's mother and says that she felt her pain. She interviews a retired Minneapolis cop who says uh, that, well, Derek Chauvin didn't have a racist bone in his body. Never mind the fact that it wasn't just George Floyd. In 2017, Derek Chauvin hit a 14-year-old young man in the head with a flashlight twice. knelt on his back for 17 minutes till the boy's ears began to bleed and some seven other incidents in which he had done similarly and you know what it's a big dollar I guess maybe they released this because what is a woman had run its course. Hey, Matt Walsh, I'm a woman. But never mind. What is a woman had run its course, so now we're going to get the biggest lie ever sold. Because everybody's so much, everybody in the George Floyd uh, family is so much happier to have the money from the lawsuit than to have their beloved family member, you know, still alive. Okay, so it is, uh, we, we're almost done with the second hour of the program. We've got 
ouch, $956 in fundraising to go. We are a goose egg so far for this Titanic Tuesday. Hopefully we won't be that at the end of the program. 56 bucks would get last Friday fully funded, and we'd only be dealing with an unfunded week this week. And we're trying to pay the damn power bill, plain and simple. So hopefully something will happen on that front. Uh, in the meantime, let's run over and... Uh, I think I, I think I'm, I think I must have annoyed Todd somewhere along the way. Hey, Todd. Apparently, you've annoyed the fuck out of me. Oops. Sorry. What I did yeah, now? Yeah. You ain't got no damn grit. That, that's the first thing. Shit. No grit. Fucking look, man. It's fried fish. We need grits. Damn it. No. I'm True grits. All right, don't don't start with that. No, no, see, no. Hey, we were no, 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 no. It's so funny because I had to run. I had I had to run an errand last night after the program. Had to run up to the Wiggling Pig because they're back to winter hours and they close at nine p.m. Okay, there's a point to this. Oh wait a minute! You hustled the hell out the house. <laughs> Say what? You hustled, you got wait you took you and I was like oh. You had to hustle the fuck out the house. Like, that was quick. Yeah. Because I know what it's like. To get to the Look, Ari, Ari, no. Ari, go ahead. Yeah, because they're, cause we're on winter hours now, and they shut down at 9 o'clock. And the furnace is, and the furnace is out up to the wiggling pig, and it is colder than a well digger's ass in there. You've got to put on your you got to put on your puffy coat just to go to the wiggling pig right now. Uh, you see, I had the puffy coat on, man. Go ahead, go ahead, lady. And so... I went there for a very specific thing, because um, I, I made that I made that made that big old pot of spaghetti sauce, and I needed some of them gallons. Wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let, wait, let me stop you there. People who live in the south to understand when it's cold and raining, you need that puppy coat, man. There ain't no joke. Oh yes, you do. Yes, you damned well do. That cold ass, it's like it, it won't freeze. It's cold as shit. It's like. The, the, no, we, no, we, no, we've been, we've been, we've been over this ground. Thirty-six degrees and sopping wet is a million times colder than bone dry and fifteen below in Wisconsin or Minnesota. It is in Utah where they ski. I mean, I'm telling you, that cold ain't just, that's easy cold. That ain't shit to that. Damn. Oh God, I'm gonna get the email now. But but no, so I I went and got what I was sent to go get. And I just happen to be, because I'm out, and, you know, sometimes there's some shame involved with this, Todd. Shame. Um, sometimes I use instant grits. I know. Best left unsaid, but sometimes I do. And they're out at the Wiggling Pig. I was just going to... I, I was just going to grab a box of instant grits. How the fuck can they be out of grits? Wait, 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 wait. That's like them being out of fat bag. How the fuck does that happen? Well, they were. They were out of instant grits, both the, the butter kind and, and, and the regular kind. They were out. So there was a blank spot on the, on, on the shelf there where my grits should have... My, my, 
my deep and abiding, shame-filled, instant grits should have been. But this is why I mentioned this to you, because we were talking about this. One box, 12 packets of Quaker Instant Grits. Oh, fuck that. No, care to guess the price? Are you are you about to piss me off, bro? One box, twelve packets, Quaker Instant Grits. Because I won't buy them off-brand ones, because they got um, they got that um, oh, what is it? Uh, you know, the dry form of high fructose corn syrup in it. Um, okay, maltodextrin, maltodextrin. The Quaker doesn't, mm. and all they carry is the Quaker anyway. One box, 12 packets of Quaker Instant Grits, $4.29. Jeez. Wait a minute. You could buy one, two, you could buy three canisters, three, I mean, three. Well, but sometimes sometimes I need the instant ones because, you know, time is of the essence. And I don't have the, and, and, and we don't have the time or the space to do that whole my cousin Vinny thing of standing there and stirring the grits for 20 minutes. Well. $4.29, Todd. That, that, let me tell you how much, let me tell you how many high quality grits. I'm looking right here. I just happen to be in my damn kitchen. Oh, you get me pissed off. Sorry. And I have in my hands lakeside enriched yellow grits. And they're family owned, family proud. From Love North me some yellow grits. They're the rest of the real grits. You got to go out your way to make them grits white. Grits are yellow. It's fucking corn. Well, I mean, there is white corn out there, and there's an entire. Well, yeah. There, there's there's an in, entire historical and cultural divide down that line, and well, we'll save that for another day. Maryland Silver Queen corn. No, I wouldn't waste that on grits. I would not. That's, that's special. And I'm, I'm sorry I'm talking over you, but you got me on grits, man. Don't fuck with me about no damn grits. Uh, so, because after I sent Tracy some grits and they had the moss in them and shit, they finally, you know, got wise and put them in, like, uh, uh, you know, a sleeve. Vacuum packed. Because, and, and I'll be honest, now here I am, firmly entrenched in later middle age. You know, I'll be old soon. I can't believe I'm Shut up. I want to hear this I'm business learning. about I'll be old soon. I am, I am 16 going on 60. Or well, vice so you're, versa. You're refreshed. You're refreshed. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to maintain. And the best I can do is, is ride my bike and run around and be healthy. But um, my point is that, you know, grits and rice are interesting. They're similar but different. So, you know, put enough oil in them. You got to, you, you don't be chintzy with the oil. Bruise a clove of garlic. Garlic. Listen to me. Jesus Christ. Bruise a clove of garlic. Throw it in there. Adobo. Oil. And when you think it's not enough oil, put some more. Let that shit boil. And let it boil a little bit more. Then, then, then you cover it. 
and let it simmer and stir it. And you will get some creamy ass, beautiful grits. See, and it won't stick. Don't be chintzy on the oil. And see, the Middle Eastern, they already know that. You know, they, they, they fry a lot of shit, which is why this, this Ukrainian war is putting us in a, in a bind because those folks use sunflower oil from, the, from Ukraine, you know, on that side of the world. And this is, all that shit has been disrupted. We, not, we, don't even, we don't even know what's going to happen yet. They ain't hit it yet. Because the, the season's over now, they can't. It's fucked up. We're going to see that. It's going to hit. And they must have, look, they're serious about their hummus. They're serious about the oil. They fry everything. And we don't even know. This is a whole other tangent. I didn't, I didn't even plan to go where I'm talking, what I'm talking about. But I'm just telling you what's going to happen. I mean, it's just, it's just physics. Like economical physics. Like that's, that's oil. I mean, that cooking oil. That's a big deal. You know, a lot of those people are fucking vegetarian, man. They don't eat fucking meat. You know, I mean, certain meats, and all the meat they eat needs a lot of oil. So, but back to the grits. Yes. And you see, that's the truth. Man, look, grits and fish, shrimp and grits, grits and grits, steak and grits. What, what doesn't go with grits? Think about fried chicken and grits. What the fuck does not go with grits? Tell me something doesn't go with grits. I know, I know, I know things that go with. I mean, <laughs> big old, big, big old, big old beautiful fried catfish fillet, and you put Ooh. down, and you and you put down, you know, you, you you layer the grits on the bottom, and then on top of those piping hot grits, you drop a bed of baby, nicely cleaned, mind you baby spinach leaves and then you set that fresh out of the hot fish grease catfish filet on top of that spinach it cooks the spinach the spinach flavor gets in the grits and you go to town that natural hot steamy uh, right i hear what you're saying so you're talking about some gourmet stuff there that that mm, you get that mm, that good good colorful greenish taste uh uh magic pure magic uh. But you didn't call in over grits, although Flavio just said, I use Bob's Red Mill Polenta grits, had me some picanha, picana, picanha, I don't see a tilde, which is top sirloin cap, and polenta last night, winter comfort food, so good. And you can do the polenta in the microwave, it doesn't take 20 minutes. Polenta. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's an, there's a quantum of shame with the microwave too, Flavio. I mean, you, you know what? I wish I could take you guys, you ladies, and everyone to this. Uh, well, you know, in Newark, little little quiet as it's kept, as they, as they say on the street. Um, Newark has got a fucking serious ass um, South American community right near the train station. Like when you get off the Amtrak train, Newark. Like now you mean Newark, New Jersey, not Newark, Ohio. No, Newark, New Jersey. And just making, just man, making there's, sure. There's a place before you can get. They have white crisp, white crisp tablecloths. You can go there for lunch, and you get the Cubano bread, you get paella, 
your also, you know, the chicken and rice. And I mean, great serve is right there, right near the Amtrak station. It's amazing. And it's it's like like I don't know if you won't be around there at night, but like during the daytime, let's say you get off work at one thirty, two o'clock, three o'clock, whatever, you sneak out. And, now, careful! Uh, you don't want to get into that Bill O'Reilly going to uh, 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 going going to the restaurant in Harlem neighborhood there. Now, quit that! Careful! No, tread lightly. No, no, well, no, I'm just being honest though. I noticed. No, was that Sylvia's? No, I was surprised. No, there was no I, there, there, there was no one in there who mistreated me. No, but we're talking about Newark though. I'm just being real, man. This shit is, shit is fucked up. It's different at night. It is different at night. It's a whole different crowd. That's the way the city is. All cities, most cities. It's a different crowd at night. It's a different crowd at night. You know, young people come out and, you know, they have they have different sensibilities than we do. And that's a big part of what we're dealing with. It's not about ethnicity. It's just about... No, you're not wrong. Do you do shit that you did when you were 15 and 16 and 20? I mean, come on. We just got lucky. Come on. We just got lucky. You know we all did some fucked up shit. Let's be real. Your brain ain't, ain't fully right yet. You know? And then we're like, oh, I'd rather go home and read a book and watch a documentary. You know, that's where we are. I mean, come on. But we weren't always like that. You see? So you got to afford young people some latitude, but not too much. But at any rate, we had Westminster Avenue, man, over there in, in Newark, man. And, oh, my goodness. I mean, five hours, man. It's a half a chicken, rice, vegetables, fresh bread, five bucks, linen, tablecloth. But, you know, you got to know where to go. Mm, you have to know where to go. But that's not why I called him. No, it is I not. No, it is not. But I, I was going to tell you, when I'm done with this program, that, that, <laughs> sp that spaghetti sauce that I made was so... It is so thick and so rich that it's like I had this little epiphany, and, you know, this is the season of the year where you have epiphanies. Mm -hmm. And I had this little epiphany <laughs> when I realized that my spaghetti sauce is basically just chili for Italian people. I oh mean, it, it doesn't have the chili spices oh, in it. It's got the show. Italian seasonings in it, and it's meaty, and it's wonderful. It's got onions and green peppers and black olives and celery and mushrooms. Damn, and, I want some of this shit now. And you can eat it with a spoon, and it's real good. Yeah, so, in other words, you could just, like, like dollop it on, on, a, on a little mound of rice. You'd be good to go, right? Yep, rice. But, no, you can just put it in a bowl and eat it with a spoon. You know, instead, of, you know how with a bowl of chili you put, you know, your shredded cheddar on top or whatever, or your Monterey Jack. Oh, well, with this, you put your shredded mozzarella on the top, and away you go. See, this is beautiful. This is part two because you started part one yesterday when you were acquiring the necessary ingredients, right? You were. Yeah, right. I, could, I, could... <laughs> I made I made it on Sunday, well, but we went into the ingredients list yesterday. Went okay. Lord, I tell you what, I got. Uh, they, uh, I do love me some Kroger Private Selection brand. Mm-hmm. For a dollar less a tube, I got a I got a tube of organic Italian imported 
tomato paste made of 100% Pomodoro tomatoes. And it was bad because, I, I mean, it was perfectly good. But I got the tube off of that thing. And first thing, I didn't squeeze a little bit out on the index finger. And, mm, oh, that's real good. And then I got me a spoon, squeezed a little bit out in the spoon. Just, mm, I'm glad. But that's, no, that is a permanent you know, on-our-shelf item now because it was like a dollar cheaper than the uh, name brand, but it was obviously coming from the same place. It sounds rich and fragrant, the way you're describing it. Oh, it was heavenly. And, and you know, it wasn't particularly seasoned. It's just tomato paste. You know, you got to do your own thing with it. But, oh, the tomato richness and wonder. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what's going to get us through is good food. That's going to get us through. Uh, and that pot, that, that pot, that pot of spaghetti sauce was big enough to. Hell, I could. If, if we do another horn in, it'd be hot in the summer and everything. But that would have that that pot that that pot of that pot of spaghetti sauce would have would have felt fed. 25, 30 people. Wait, how much do you have now? Do you have a half a, half a stock pot? I mean, seriously. Yeah. You got a quart? Yeah. What do you have? No, it's, it, it, I made a, I made a, uh, God, I guess an eight or like eight, nine quart stock pot full of it. Mm-hmm. God, that sounds delicious. I mean, there's three, See, there was, there, there was three, there was three pounds of ground meat in it. Oh shit, man! Come on, you what? You know what? It's time for lasagna and rigatoni. Shoot, just a big ziti, man. Uh uh-uh. uh, that's what we need. Yeah, let's do that. Rigatoni, a, a, a bed, a bed of, of of lasagna noodles, then cheese, then rigatoni, then the sauce, then something else, maybe some um, squash, sautéed squash, and then more cheese. And then more sauce, more cheese, then more rigatoni, and then um, some lasagna noodles on top of that. Bake that sucker, and, and wait, and then and then a little bit of very concentrated uh, stock stock water, you know, with the, the powdered chicken stock, like really concentrated, just a little bit, just to, uh, just give it that the genus aquatic. Damn. I know. Fresh basil on top. Man, see, no, man, Jesus Christ. I don't understand how I'm not fucking big and fat. I really don't. I I just, it's fucked up. You're big boned and you got a healthy metabolism. You don't even know what I had today, man. I went to, I was, oh, I was out and about, man. I was eating good. Oh, I look, man, I look, I was, I had to say, I was very handsome today. Man, it was just, I ain't no joke, man. <laughs> However, that's not why I called. No. So, apparently, your program has touched members of Congress and members of the media. And it's become quite evident to me. And it's probably evident to other people who are paying attention. And, and that's, you know, it's okay. They're just slow to the roll, but that's okay. You're better slow than no show. You know, at least show up. You were late to work. Okay, you're late to work. 
Doesn't mean you're not doing a good job when you're at work. But they, you know, they were, they've been late to work. And here we are now. Um, so these hearings, now, I'm, you know, I'm being quite serious now. You know, we joke around. We had our little food talk, but, you know. Yeah, the, but we 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 established the bona fides of the conversation. <laughs> the segue to the seriousness, because frankly, bring the uh, seriousness, Todd. I'm bringing the seriousness because you know I'm I'm the aficionado of Washington Journal, which is the pulse of a certain portion of this country. Uh. And for the past couple of days, you know, you, you hear this feedback from people. And, you know, like Mike Malloy calls them dead enders. These, these fuckers, are, they're unrepentant. They, they just don't get it. If I hear one, one more motherfucker talk about Black Lives Matter in the same sentence with the insurrection, you know, I'm like, well, you know, you're not even qualified to even uh, have any discussion with me because, frankly, you know, you're not with it. You know, you had to overcome your, your little bias or whatever the hell is going on in your little fucking minuscule brain. But, you know, and I'm just being funny on that end, and that is, you know, maybe it's not funny, but, you know, once again, for the umpteenth time, Facts and feelings. Just because you feel strongly about something does not mean it's true. No, no. It's part of growing. It's part of growing up. These people are not fully developed. They're not grown up. Like you know, you're wrong. Suck it up. Like every like people people told you. People who who grew up around this 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 uh, uh, mentally ill fascist, the MILF. He was always he's always been this way. It's just worse now. He's always it's nothing new. He was a joke. You just and and, and I know and and we've even heard it on this program. Some people saying, well, you know, maybe he's not a genius or anything, but you know, he's got street smarts or he's got savvy. No, I think he's a dum dum. No, he's just been—he's always... just been allowed—he's just been allowed to run wild, and and be an, an entirely a creature of nothing but his own id. Yes, sure. Yes, a thousand times yes, a thousand times yes. Now, I'm I'm saying this from someone who spent, you know, my formative years were spent in that area, in the New York City metropolitan area, my formative years, like teenage years. So, I, so this is like, what, in the 80s, early 80s. And even before that, you know, it was like, oh, Donald Trump, ha-ha, you know. Oh, he's so funny, ha-ha. But see, middle America didn't understand that. But... I, I guess I have to say it again. You see, th- these folks, these these dead enders, this thirty five percent, I would say maybe even more of the country. It's probably it's probably a little more. I would say it's about thirty six percent of this country. 
You see, what happens is that when you live vicariously through someone, that means that, that you you believe in them because they embody what your your beliefs. That's what living vicariously means. You you embody them. And when so when that happens, so that's already that's already baked in. So then when they perceive that he's being attacked, they feel like they're being attacked. Right, because they're, in t- they're they they because they have invested some portion of their own self worth in him, which exactly. is why which is why it's a cult, because it's the way some exactly. it's, it's the way people behave about their religions. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Body and blood of Christ. Same thing. It's funny how that works in. Well, yeah, because so, we, we've, we've argued on this program in the past that if he manages to reacquire power a thousand years from now, the, le- the world leader will be recall, re- referred to as the Trump. Because recall that Gaius Julius Caesar, that was just a family name, Caesar. They were the the Julii of the Caesar uh, Gens. But a few years later, it didn't matter if you were born in Roman Britain or Roman Africa or Roman Spain. If you took control of the government, you became Caesar. Caesar. That was the title. And that becomes the name of the leader of... I'm sorry. I've got a terrible case of the hiccups here. You shouldn't have jumped into the tequila quite so early. Um, in Germany, you became the Kaiser, which is actually closer to the actual pronunciation of C-A-E-S-A-R, Kaiser. And of course, and of course, in Russia, he becomes the Tsar. And that's over the course of about a thousand years. If that dumb bastard manages to acquire power again, a thousand years from now, the emperor of Australia may be called the Trump. Okay. Horrifying enough you for you? To, yeah. Well, you brought me to, to my the, the question that I asked. All right. So how how can we because. You know, the morning shows, they're talking about, and they have a good argument, like what's going to happen if they're not successful. But what two things with this. I don't understand why they're assuming it's going to be a jury trial. Like, you know, ah, it should be taken to a judge. It should be taken to a... a well, I mean, that's a, ultimately, just from a legal standpoint, that is entirely the right of the accused defense. to determine. Right. It is. It is. See, I didn't know that to that level, but yeah, you, you, the defense chooses a jury or a, a judge trial, right? That's what you mean. Is that correct? Correct. The defendant can choose to be tried by a jury of his peers or by a judge. And frankly, there's... But who a, there, be his peers, though? Well, that'll be that. That would be the argument being made was that uh, the you know the venue would have to be moved to uh, <laughs> Judge Balchinian's court 
down in Palm Beach because Trump can't find a jury of his peers in D.C. But remember, if he chooses a trial by if, if he's indicted and he chooses to be tried by a judge, Carl Nichols is sitting on the bench just itching to teabag him. Because remember, Carl Nichols is a hardcore, still at it, maggot appointee who wants to show his love and devotion. See, this this is we're in tricky territory here. See, this is this is this is some fucked up shit. This is tricky, tricky, tricky territory. Now, what do, what do we do? What does what does and, and see we left off yesterday. I I don't know if we fleshed it out or not. Now, of course, Merrick Garland, of course, is Attorney General, but Smith is the leading investigator. He's the special counsel. He's he's going to make the calls, and then when when he makes the call, only Merrick Garland can say no. Right. So now what? Now we wait. I mean, we we have no choice. Well, well, um, my wet cells are are a little bit damp, and and apparently my wet cells will indicate to me that this morning I watched the journal. Oh, oh, we we had oh, oh, a whole lot of America calling in, waiting on the phone to get in so they could state their case as to why uh, the previous president was being defamed and persecuted and, you know, it's a witch hunt and, you know, all all manner and substance of of excuses and Black Lives Matter and I just, you know, so I I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where it's going. Now, the rule of law would indicate very clearly if it was RoboCop, who RoboCop, that motherfucker would be in jail right now. Boom, end the story. Bye. You see? Yeah. So we don't have RoboCop. So where does that leave us? Well, I kind of touched on this last night. That it, it, it becomes a question of timing. Because... Well, you know, like I said, he declared his he declared his candidacy against the advice of all of his advisors way too soon. But he did it thinking it would offer him some level of protection against indictment. It's not gonna. But the minute that he's indicted, he's going to start screaming, "Political season! There's a presidential contest going on. You can't try me during a presidential election year. You can't do it." So then it becomes incumbent upon Jack Smith, at least the way I read it, to stand not upon the order of his going, but go at once. To act now, as the saying goes, and make sure that he gets that extra extra box of Ginsu steak knives. Because we don't have another election until November 2024... 
and the primary season won't start until January 2024. So that means that you've got 2023 to get this shit done. Because if he can get if if he takes the advice of the January 6th committee and charges him accordingly, then he would be under a conviction banned from ever holding federal or state office. You know what? This, this is why I've really enjoyed all, all these years. I, I've never regretted a moment of our conversational time. Oh, Lord, no, me neither. I mean, I mean, seriously, like when you just brought, see, this is, this is just, uh, this discourse is just so enriching. Because that's exactly what I was thinking about. Right, okay. Oh, but it gets, it, but it so, gets, it gets more complicated. Let's let's posit a best case scenario. Uh, let's have okay. him, let's have him convicted in December of 2023. Uh-huh. Well, then it has to be considered upon appeal before either the 11th Circuit or the DC Circuit, and then Jesus, you know, maybe it gets argued before the Supreme Court in. June of 2024? Yeah, a year and a half down the road. Two years, right. It takes a while for it to percolate up. And meanwhile, he's still running for office because the order has not been made final. And in June of 2024, you're going to be, what, a month, month and a half away from the Republican National Convention? I mean, this is, this is, this is, this is some eye crossing stuff, Todd. We've never been here before. I don't. We've never. No, and that's you, know, Mike Penny. Oh, you know, it's an extremely grave thing for a, uh, for a, for the Department of Justice to indict a former president. Well, we've never had a former president like him before. <laughs> we've never had a former president who was more just an amorphous. Adipose wad of criminal activities than he was a human being. It's never been necessary to indict a former president. I mean, it's not like we fucking do it. It's not like we like. It, I mean, it's not like we we like. Oh, oh, I can't wait. It's just like. No. And so and so I the mean, one the one thing that lingers out there. And I was just thinking about this earlier today because I'm that kind of nerd girl. Uh, what if during, I mean, this, this would be a stroke of genius, evil genius, but genius. Let's say that Nitwit Nero does, in fact, square off against Ron Monkey Up DeClantis for the Republican nomination in 24, okay? And the hardcore maggots are going to stay with him. But the Republicans who are like, oh, please, no more drama. But they're still weird as shit are going to gravitate to monkey up. Well, somewhere along the way, assuming that he's been convicted, Ron Monkey Up DeClantis out on the campaign trail says, and I'm on, I, I, 
maybe I ought not do, I don't need, maybe we ought not be whispering this into the ear of the universe. People listen to this program. I'm convinced, you're convinced, we've talked about it before. There are people who listen to this program who get thinking things from it, but that's just my ego running away with me. But what would it do to the Republican nomination process for President Todd if, say, oh, long about March, shitbird's already been convicted, monkey up goes out on the campaign trail and says, our long national nightmare must end. We haven't always seen eye to eye, Donald Trump and me. But this is my solemn promise to you. If I am your president on January the 20th, 2025, as soon as I take my hand off the Bible from taking the oath, my first official act as president will be a compassionate one. And I, Ron, monkey up DeClantis, who only won the governorship of Florida with the help of real live, no kidding, Nazis, will pardon Donald Trump. Trump has no goddamn defense to that. Hmm. And the maggots, even the hardcores that love him, love him, love him, who are a member of his cult, will say, he deserves it. Yep. And they'll run over and vote for Monkey Up. Nitwit Nero loses. Monkey Up goes on to the Republican nomination. And the entire presidential election season of 2024 becomes a will you or won't you pardon Donald Trump contest between, I hope, Joe Biden and Monkey Up DeClantis. And you know what happens next? Then, then... Gets named, nominated by the GOP to be Speaker of the House. <sighs> don't See? don't 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 get a not because I think I think uh, he's already he's already working on as we talked yesterday he's already working on his babbling idiot uh, act for yeah you know, because he will be tri- if he's tried he will be tried in a wheelchair with a plaid blanket over his lap. Oh yeah, we did that last night. That's right. Yeah. This is, but, but I mean, I realize we are deep in the weeds and we are playing some serious night baseball. But what part? What part of that sounds impossible, Todd? Tell me which part of that sounds impossible. Any part? No, Pick no. one. That, that's the fucking problem. Like we're, we're look with this shit. Did we imagine we'd be dealing with this situation at all? Period. I mean, you listen to Washington Journal from this morning, and you will hear, you will hear to your ear things that will make you fear. America is great. America is good. But God damn, thank God for the hood. Wow. I just made that up. You just freestyled that? You don't see no notes in front of me, nigga. True enough. Damn, that's good. No. You need to. I, I you need. You need. You need to actually call that in to Washington Journal. 
You make you you'll make Pedro's day. <laughs> oh, Pedro! Wait, he pushed back a little bit today. He he fact check a motherfucker. See, they, they got to start fact checking these people, man. That's what I'm trying to tell you. These people are still. They were talking about an Italian. An Italian. He said somebody's already been arrested for flipping the votes in Italy. I'm like, oh my god. Like, like oh no, that's that's that, that that's the Italian satellite or Italian dirigible or whatever theory. Yeah. Why? Once again, if you want some entertainment, if if you're into this type of thing, you know, in the background, if you want to hear some crazy stuff, but and, and the, I, I really the Venn, the Venn diagram to me would indicate that some of these people are the same ones in these huge pickup trucks to tailgate you. And like, get out of my way! It's like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you what I know. Cause I sometimes I get out and I talk, and I'm like, oh. Cause I'm very amenable. I, I listen to anybody. I don't, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm a, I'm a gatherer of data. And you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm. A, it's America, man. You, you can be in the clan all you want. Don't bring it to work. You you can do whatever the fuck you want. You you be in the clan, burn your shit out in the woods, but don't fuck nobody's shit up. Once you come to my property, then you know all hands on deck. However, you had the freedom to engage in your little stupid activity, and that's the beauty of our country. Just just be professional and don't break work. But you see, most people are average, and what that means is that most people are average and below. We have to remember that. This is why we're in this fucking situation we're in. You see? Not wrong. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 it's not like I'm trying to be right. I'm just making an assessment of, of you know, I'm, I'm... No, this is just, this is, this is just the you are here sign in the mall that... Scott in San Diego talks about, right? Because if you don't know where you are, you don't know where you're going. Oh, and by the way, let me bring the, uh, let me bring the stress line on. Uh, I don't know who's there, but let me bring the stress line on, and we'll just see what we can get going here. Hey, you're on. Oh, this all yappering and yabbering and lips jawing and all that. Hi, Tracy. I y'all do, how, so who did you? I just came on. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> how y'all doing? Your lung sounds great. Well, you know it's better. It's just. Yeah, I mean you sound. I, I mean I you sound a little I, better, but you okay? It's just. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just you know, it's the forever coughing, and it's just gonna have to work through my system. That's all, because cough medicine doesn't really work, and woo-doo-woo, woo-doo-woo, woo-doo-woo. So I was listening to you earlier when you were talking about the uh, private school out here. Uh, cross, they must have changed the name. What is the name? Because it used to be Crossroads. Did they, excuse, did they change the name of it? Um, I don't know if I ditched the, the thing. I may have ditched the story already, but it's... Uh... Well, don't worry about it because yeah. I'm. I, I just. It's like, I'm, new, I just it's think like about, new, new roads or something like that. 
Yeah, well, they might have changed the name because it used to be, it was a school in Santa Monica with the, the Hoi Polloi, you know, $45,000 a year. I used to, when I was, when I first started driving um, cab um, in Santa Monica, um, we used to pick up and drop off from there all the time. But, you know, this is something, it's these, these people, these entitled people, it's like what happened, you know, and black women especially, but black people, but black women especially are just, you know, are expected to, you know, just eat shit and, you know, and, and grin and bear. It's like that article that I sent you last week um, when it's kind of the same thing happened to me and the article, it's a, it was a great article, but it was basically the premise of the article was we are tired as black people to have to respond to your racism with, with you know, politely. Fuck that. Um, I had a, a, a pair go off on me um, last week. He, there's a, you we were pulling into the school to pick up the kids, and instead of him waiting in line like everybody else, he decides that, you know, he let all these other cats go through. When, when my turn came, he decides to try to cut me off. He almost caused an accident, almost hit me. And then as he pulls into the, the school, instead of him just pulling into the school and parking and just leaving it alone, he got out of his car, slammed the door, walked over to walked the bench in a menacing way to my cab and says to me, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, and of course I called my wife and basically I was told just you're overreacting and you know and I'm just like why is it this man assaulted me he got out of his cab in his out of his cart in a menacing manner and then when I I thought something was going to happen they sided with him and he then he comes over and tells me well, see, you're, you're the first cab. So since I was the first cab, he's like, well, you should, you know, why couldn't you be kind to me? Why didn't you, why didn't you let me in? And I'm like, you agree, white man, you. And then he pulled the ebony shield that, because you know, he's like, what? I just, this is the question I've had. What is it about skin color? What, you don't like white people? And I'm like, this is not happening. I'm looking around, looking for asking huge pictures. I'm like, am I really being punked? Because he tried to pull the reverse racism card on me. And I said, no, can't, that's not the situation, buddy. My wife is white. He's like, hey, well, my, my wife is black. And I wanted to say, so was Sally Hemming. But I didn't go there. But, oh. you know, that, that <laughs> you know, this, this idea that white people feel that just because they have a black girlfriend, uh, a black wife, or, you know, the black best friend, that that doesn't keep them from being a racist piece of shit. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm tired, you know, huh? Hey. Yes, love? Can you hear me okay? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you, I can hear you okay. Can you hear me? Oh, I, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. <laughs> I have a question. So, so you know, it's 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 a few things with what you're saying. It's, okay, so, um, so do you, do you feel like sometimes uh, some people act as if you should be happy to serve them? And yeah. that's that's question A, and then question B is that 
question to me is, so do, do sometimes do you feel like that people get upset if you're not tap dancing and smiling enough and, and being entertaining enough like that? That's the question to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get so, this because, see, there's this idea that just because I drive a cab, because I'm in the service industry that I'm less than, and then I'm, I have, you know, the only, the only job I can do is drive a cab, but because they see me and see a black woman and they automatically assume that I'm uneducated because of course she's uneducated because why else would she be driving a cab? Poor thing. She can't get another job. I just graduated from and college. And you have more education than uh, people that you're carting around. Like that part. Probably. You know. But the, the, the fact is, and I'm in the grad program. So when people, you know, it's, it's, it's like I said, this is the, the misogynoir that, you know, that's that thing, you know, you got misogyny mixed with racism. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's a, a, a particular hatred for black women. And like you said, there's a picture of Kamala Harris next to a monkey. Is and the disrespect that Michelle Obama got, and you know, and next and Auntie Maxine, and just all the other black women in perpetuity, and everything that we have to we have to go through, and we currently have to go through. And I hope my girl, what think her name was Tiffany, I don't remember her name, but I hope she sues the bejesus out of them. And that they, because like what happened with me, and I got low key threatened that I would be terminated. I'm like, so you're trying to tell me that if I don't keep my mouth shut, y'all gonna try to fire me? You don't want that because he, they are, they already owe me. Because <laughs> they already owe me for a few years back when I called out white privilege and they, took me out of the babies program and said that I said I was being racist. First of all, and boys and girls, and for those who are in the cheap seat, let me repeat this one more time. Black people cannot be racist because even if I, I could be a bigot, I could be prejudiced. But my, but my bigotry and my prejudice, my, my, any prejudice that I may have is not based, I have no power behind it. If I don't like white people, that does. Listen, I think it is it is it is it is everyone's duty. I was I was about to say I was about to say our duty, but I mean everyone, every ethnicity who's who's sentient to understand and sometimes say, oh, well that's just white privilege. Because white people need to understand that they need to call it out too, because. We had the glaring instance of the insurrection in the Capitol. If those were Muslims or black people, them motherfuckers would have been shot dead on sight. And it would end the story. On sight. Period. We wouldn't even be having hearings. Nothing. So, so, because I had to, I had to say, I had to say white privilege to somebody like not that long ago in a professional uh, setting. Didn't go over well, but you know what? I'm getting old, man. I don't give a fuck. I, don't get, I, I have, I have zero plus left to give. See? We got to, and, 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 you know, and Robin, she, she understands. She's a minority now. She knows what it's like at times because she had, it was good for a while. And then, you know, 
and she, she, I know Robin's listening because it's her program. <laughs> but you know, then I mean, you're not wrong. Like you see, but we got you know you got to call this shit out. Don't let me. We have have we not learned that we got to call it out. I'm sorry where we are, but when you have people who confuse Black Lives Matter protests about black folks being persecuted by the police for goddamn forever, you know, since pre, since pre, uh, 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 slavery. Well, considering that, uh, considering that the, uh, the modern police was the result of slave catchers and they have pretty much the exactly. same badges that exactly. the slave catchers used to have. So exactly. this shit has been embedded and baked in. So, uh, uh-uh. And you know what's interesting? You know, uh, uh, a lot of uh, well, you know, the southern newspapers because I I just have to do that because that's what I have to do. They make they make way early on. They make a very good co- uh, coaching argument. They're like, oh, you know, because remember the North, they didn't really want those no, no southern Negroes up there. They didn't want the slaves up there. No, that's why you had draft right. Ask know, Oregon. What was it? Ask Oregon how they felt about letting black folks up in there, Oregon. Come on now. Oh, Oregon, they said, hell no. We ain't had no, no, ain't no black folks coming in Oregon. They're dope. And, and, and you see what happens. Um, so, it's you know, it's a little more complicated than we might think. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad. It's not, no, sweetheart. It's not complicated. It is not at all complicated. This country was built within the CNA, was fucking built on the enslavement of one people and the genocide of another. This is not complicated shit. What's complicated, well, again, what's, what's complicated, and, it's, you know, and I'm being very sarcastic, is the fact that white people just refuse to come to terms with the bullshit. That's where the complication of because that's why you get people gerrymandering. That's why you have voter suppression models. That's why you have ID. You know, you can't vote. All of a sudden, you can't vote unless you have an ID. When we live in a country where black people were born in certain states that weren't even allowed to go to the hospital to be born, so they don't have a birth certificate. So how you gonna see? Let's connect some dots right here. Yes. Mark Meadows. I like I like Mark I like I like to talk about Mark Meadows because he's it's just it's just like so easy. It's a, like, that's easy to pick. It's really easy. So let's, Meadows, let's play the connected right. dots to Mark Meadows. Right. Early, early Tea Party person, then he becomes uh chief of staff for like anybody who grew up in the Northeast we already knew it. Uh, hey, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Uh, sorry, got some breaking Uh-oh. got some breaking news. Um, they've been debating behind closed doors all day long. Uh, but the uh, House Ways and Means Committee has just approved releasing six years of Nitwit Nero's tax returns. Just six years? What six years though? Six very relevant years. Okay. Will it show that he stole, that he got money from Russia? We don't know. We don't know. They want... I thought they had already done that. 
No, they have not released his. No, they just got him week ago. No, they we just oh, they got, got they just got him. They just got him. They, oh, okay. they weren't re, they weren't allowed to re release to, to yeah. Uh, oh, and by, and by the way, so you, mentioned, being released you, to the public. You, you mentioned Mark Meadows. I got another Mark Meadows story for you. Yay. Oh, and by the way, thank you, Ralphs. Hey, Ralphs, thanks so much. You got us down to 930 bucks uh, for the fundraising goal. Thank you so much. We're not a goose egg this evening. Thank you, Ralphs. Um, according to uh, CBS News and testimony from a uh, guy named Nick Luna, who was a former White House aide to uh, Nitwit Nero. He uh, testified before the January 6th committee that Mark Meadows told him to stay away from a meeting between Nitwit Nero and Republican lawmakers from the various states who were in favor of overturning the election. Hmm. Meadows shooed him away from a meeting There was one instance where it would normally be my job to go in and make sure that the president's comfortable in wherever the situation is. And I remember specifically this instance, Meadows had said, do not, don't come in, don't come into the room today. And he saw, he he also witnessed Nitwit Nero tearing up notes. Um, But that leads me to, that sounds like, Mark Meadows was in the conspiracy meeting and didn't want anybody hearing what was going on in there. Obstruction. Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock Lock him him up. up. We hadn't gotten to the voter fraud yet. Well, I mean, that's just because he had three different residences, and he registered. He's a good patriotic American. He just registers a vote wherever he lives. But there's a black woman in Georgia up, in prison right now. No, Texas. Or there's somebody in Georgia, but there was definitely a sister in Texas still in jail. And she only voted because her parole officer, her probation, she asked. They said, you can vote. And she votes. And she's in jail for how long now? Now, now, now all right. So, so listen, but this, all right. So, but this country's not racist. Wait, let, let, can I, let me let's, let's flush this out a little bit. Let's flush this out just a little bit. Because you know, and I know, and a lot of people know, a certain age you grew up in cities, you got a lot of folks um, that were in civil service, like like police, firemen, paramedics. You know, they got a good, like, like people that my age and a little bit older, Robin, like, like the people who are like, let's say 15 years older than us, they, they got in and got it out when, when stuff was good. You know, the unions, they had a good, had a good thing going. They loved the unions when they loved mm-hmm. them. So they got excellent retirement. And they're down here in North Myrtle Beach, you see. And I, I know what I'm talking about. So. They got residences, you know. They they got they they got good money coming in, you know. I, I know this for a fact. They got good money coming in. Well, those people make more money than a lot of us work. That I mean, a lot of them got like ninety ninety thousand dollars coming in clear every month, you know, on retirement. And they have houses. They got a beach house, a regular house, like where they grew up in the hood, and a mountain mountain house. 
and they vote in all those places. I've heard them talking about it in the Irish bars. Because I like Irish bars because they have to get beer. What are you doing in the Irish bar in the South? I'm sorry, I just had to say that out loud. Well, because I, I told Boy, you. you got a death wish? <laughs> is, is, is this the day of living dangerously? That's that's another program, isn't it? <laughs> you did, you, 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 you did not just boy Todd. I know I, I, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Rob, I did. Rob, did I stutter? Did I stutter? Oh, is that one of them? Is that one of them unwritten rules? Yes. 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 And I'm like, because hey, don't ask again, no like. stuttering here. What did I, I you know, did I, I think it's better. No, mommy's on the phone, Tim, but what? Okay, kisses. Okay, 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 bye. Oh, I saw the, I saw, so, the, yeah, I no. saw the baby snuggling together and them's two cute doggies. Oh, yeah, Tom, Tracy and Jack got a new, we, I got to send you the, the, the pictures. So we got a new dog. Her name is, Ke- no, Kim is fine, but we have Kaylee now. And Kaylee, you would think that they came from the same litter. I mean, they have the same oh, markings, really? everything. I don't think, yeah, but Kaylee has, her. she has socks. Her, her little paws are white. And her, oh, her, because she's a, uh, she's a, a pit bull um, lab mix as well. And, but her ears are more pit bull than um, Kimba's. Kimba's is straight up lab. Mm-hmm. And she's just as sweet as she can be. You know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, and she's she's really well mannered, um, mm. and just I mean, she she's already you know we we're still trying to get her to get go in and out of the doggy door, and but you know that's a work in progress. I hope you talk talk to her as much as you can. Well, that's that's the answer. Tracy, I'm 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 be honest with you, like, well. Dog, talk to them, but dog, dogs think in pictures. And if, what you like, if right? You, if, in other words, look at when well, you want them to do something, visualize it in your mind and send that picture to them. They get it. And, and, and wait a minute, are you wait? Did you just say visual? Well, hold up, stop, stop. That's some white people bullshit. Did you just say to visualize the shit in my mind and it's going what is this? You telepathically go to my dog. Did you did you just say that out loud? I just want to make sure that I heard yeah. you because I you know man, do what happened to me. This is what I'm trying to express. They they think in pictures. And so when you when you put a picture in your mind of, of of like maybe how you want things to happen, like maybe you want them to jump in the back seat of the car. You, you visualize that, look at them, and think that, and they they get it, and they and you say up. I, I'm just I I, I, I just I, I'm uh, oh, wow. But uh, let me make sure. But am I am I hearing this now? Let me make sure. Okay, Robin, you have to help me with this. Are you saying? I'm not making sure that I'm not. Hold on, no, 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 don't you drag me into this. Mm-mm. Oh, see, okay. Yeah, you pussy. 
It's Robert, like, Robert, come on Robert, now. Robert. <laughs> it's like some people are. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> oh, okay, Switzerland. All right. It's I, I got. I, okay. <laughs> See, this is why we can't have nice things. Right here. Continue, 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 please. No, because I, I'm just like, look, I, I'm, you know, my look. I mean, okay, this is me. Leave me alone. Okay, kisses. I'm not a okay. I, we have two dogs, but the dogs are not mine. They're my wife's dogs. I mean, I participate. I hate. I hate. I help to make sure. That you know, if I see Kaylee squatting in the house, I make sure I throw her outside, you know, and tell her no and stuff like that, you know. But but she's a sweet dog. I mean, throw, just, throw. Just, I'm not throw. Just make sure she goes outside. So okay. you know, I tell yeah, her and, no and, 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 yeah, and then and send this, her outside. Right, and this whole I participate thing, quit it. I have heard you making goo goo noises at Kim, but I have heard it. She's a baby. Oh, yes, it's a baby. That's right. That's Liar. Right. Don't front, Tracy. Don't you front. Liar. Liar. <laughs> Me think she doesn't protest too much. Like we're around, you know what? Look, like, I'm, I'm going to get my Carol Kane out from the, um, for the Princess Bride. Liar. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea what you're talking about. Y'all full of shit. No. Sure, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, see, you know, you got one more sure, Jan. Me. One more time. You got one more time. I got credit cards, bitch. I will fly to West, West Virginia and whoop up on your ass. Don't. <laughs> Gotta find me first. Without, but, <laughs> I got your address, remember? You don't know how many hollers there are around my address. I can. I'm, 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 oh, hill, I'm, I'm hillbilly woman. I can hide for weeks and live on nothing but roots and berries. Okay. Okay. Pioneer woman, you. Okay. Take my holler. No, really. Take my holler. Take my holler. See? Wait a minute. Oh, I got to go back. I got to say one thing because this goes back to yesterday's program. Ron Ron and Raleigh sent me the most badass, and it comes from the Joy of Cooking Cookbook, which is ancient, but the most badass eggnog recipe I've ever seen. I'm making some eggnog. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. eggnog. So I mean, uh, this got egg yolks. It's got this. egg white. It's got uh, it, it, it's got uh, uh, like fluffied up whipped cream. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of you know seasonal um, libation, check and see how I did that. Uh-huh. Seasonal seasonal libation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Bailey's has they have two seasonal like uh, um um additions additions rather one is salted caramel bailey and one is s'mores bailey 
I'm, I'm done. The s'mores, you I must what? admit, sounds intriguing. Uh, Robert, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so sorry that you brought that up. That, that, that feeling, that, that wonderful feeling when you sip on some really nice. I have a friend who drops off a quart of eggnog every year. And, um, but, but that, you know, just that good eggnog, man, with the right rum in it. And the divide, I mean, there's different ways to do it. Yeah, it's just nice. It's nice to sip on. It, it's just, it's, it is. It is, you know, it's just, you know, we have to try to be happy. That, that's happy. That's a happy drink. You know, and I, I know some people can't drink because, you know, substance abuse and all that stuff. Um, yeah, but for those who care, you know, we accommodate everyone. You know, and this is just like you know. Let me ask you guys something. So, this happy holidays. Something I say happy holidays because that covers Hanukkah, that covers Kwanzaa, it covers Christmas. Like, and people I say happy that, holidays all day. Don't say, Look, there is Hanukkah, there is Kwanzaa, there is uh, occasionally there's Ramadan. Well, depending on where the moon is, you know, that's not. There's no fixed time of year for that. Um, but but you know, there's New Year's, there's 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 Yule, you know, for the Wiccans. So yeah, and and so it's I say, and and as I explained to someone online earlier last week. I say I say happy holidays, because that way I get I, 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 it's all inclusive, and I get to keep saying it after December twenty fifth. And I that can part. I can actually and and by the way, just for anybody paying attention, you know that whole twelve days of Christmas thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait a minute! Oh, wait a minute! Dad, wait, the way you said it, that's fucked up. Wait. <laughs> But, you know, so there's apparently over the centuries become a bit of a conflict between the 12 days of Christmas and Advent. Okay. And I think people somehow just sort of over, somebody, somebody overlapped them somewhere. Advent is a thing. Advent is a Roman Catholic Christian thing. Okay. It's, it's, you know, Advent calendars and all of that stuff. The 12 days of Christmas freaking start on Christmas Day. Christmas Day is the first day of Christmas. You kidding? The 26th is the second day of Christmas. The 27th is the third. The 28th is the fourth. Until you get 12 days of Christmas, which, and you, and then you are up in January. Wait a minute. All these people are perpetrating the fraud. Well, I mean, I don't think they mean to, but 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 it is, and 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 frankly, I you know I love oh I love the lights this time of year because you know tomorrow's the solstice, you know happy solstice y'all, um, and hope, that's and, why that's why do you think I chose that day for our wedding anniversary? And hopefully my funk will begin to abate as the days grow longer again because. The last couple you know, of the last couple of weeks of autumn are hard on me, and I'm in. I mean, bad. 
but Robert is sad, 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 sad. But but tomorrow, a friend of mine, um, she bakes, and she does. Uh, she bakes. She bakes. And she does the Eastern. She's she's got she's of Eastern European heritage, and Slavic, and she's made she's made us a uh, an Eastern European nut roll, which is heavenly, and made us uh, a tray of kolachkis. I haven't had kolachkis in ages, and some of them are apricot, and some of them are blackberry. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. But no, the twelve days of Christmas start on Christmas, and so you know, I, I wish that I wish that would come back, and we would just keep it going into January, and people would keep their lights on a little bit longer, because it's like, oh, all the Christmas lights are so pretty. But then again, around here, Appalachian power, your Christmas lights can break your ass. So there's that. Right. But that no that. That eggnog recipe is going to happen. And get this, it makes about a gallon. But the recipe Ron sent me said... What are you going to make in it? What are you going to put in it? Are you going to just drink your eggnog or are you going to add... Oh, no, 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 no. This is is real eggnog. (laughs) And and the recipe calls for anywhere... it, It makes about a gallon. And the recipe calls for anywhere from four to six cups of liquor. Damn right. <laughs> oh. And, and and the recipe says, it's plenty boozy at four. It'll rock your world at six. That's what I'm talking about. It's the holidays. What? Maybe, maybe I'll make eggnog. No, I'm not doing all that. But I will. We're going to have a standing rib roast on Christmas Day, and I'm going to make cream spinach. See, I want I want my standing rib, but I don't know oh. if I'm going to get my standing rib. I want cream spinach now. Too. Yeah, they have it on they have it on sale right because they had it on sale last month for six ninety nine. Was it six ninety? No, seven ninety nine or six ninety nine a pound. So I got a stand uh, a three bone standing rib roast for like thirty bucks. Um, but this month for Christmas. It's nine ninety nine a pound, which is still, it's still good. Haley, this is mommy is not just she's not getting food. She's I love it how they can be sound asleep and they hear a package opening, and you know it's like ooh, mommy's opening you know a, you know some cheese slices or something. No, she's just trying to get ready for. I'm making we're having pork chops. And not apples. Not apples, but pork chops and um, baked yams. Yeah, one thing. One thing I got to thinking about that I would really love to have. I may, I, I, I may, I may get ambitious and make some potato latkes. Oh, with, man. with this, with the sour cream and the applesauce, because I can never decide, and I like them together. Yeah, so take that. No, you can't have it. It's not, it's not either or. It's applesauce and sour cream. Oh no, 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 no! I've, I've been, I, I, I have been, I've been talked to. I've been talked to. You got to choose sour cream, applesauce. You can't have both. I mean, when I, when you can't, I, well, you need to before, talk to Dad. Who no, are you been talking to? Because be, well, no, no, listen up. Before surgery, when we went to uh, the original pancake house down in Birmingham, and I ordered my potato pancakes. 
Because that's what they call them, not latkes. Why can't you have both? And I said, they, and they said, would you like sour cream or applesauce? And I said, I would like both. And I got to look. Oh. Okay. Have you, again, you don't know. I, I don't know too many, because when I go to the jail, the deli's out here, I get both. They automatically come with both. That part. All right, wait a minute. I understand this is an Eastern European thing. That's like, like Pittsburgh to me. But 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 it's my, it it seems like the contrast of flavors together would be pretty good. Oh, it's, no, it's magic. It's freaking magic. Heavenly. Right. And I haven't had any, and, and I have not had any since Birmingham. So that. But anyway, I got to get out of here. We're overtime, and Podbean's going to get mad at me, and they'll cut it, and they'll cut, and they'll cut us off at the end of the month. Well, let me know how your eggnog turned out, and I'll. Oh, that's not gonna, well, that's not going to happen till this uh, till this weekend, and it's only going to happen under a certain set of circumstances oh. because power bill comes first. Yeah, and I hate the fact that you have to choose. Between, wait a minute. Well, I can't do anything right now. But hopefully I can help out next week. But just the fact that I just heard a story today about people having to choose, you know, people relying more and more on their credit cards. And now this bullshit afterpay thing that people are using that to pay for their groceries, you know, for equal payment. And then you get behind yeah, that's on. Not, that's I mean, not going to work you know out in the long run. People are going to suffer for that. And let me just say one thing. Uh, one, one thing, and I know this is deadly serious. It's not the holidays or anything like that. Every evening at the end of the program, I say, oh, for God's sakes, please get your booster. Yes. Uh, oh, and by the way, technical note, uh, Randy Radar says, I still haven't uploaded December 2nd's program to Apple Podcasts. Let me say this again. I never upload anything to Apple Podcasts or any other platform except Podbean and White Rose Society. I did, in fact, last week uh, confirm with Brother Deacon Asa that uh, December 2nd never made it to Podbean. I uploaded it that night. So if it's still not up there, I don't know what the hell's going on, but it shows up in my uploads uh, on, on, on my list of stuff that I've uploaded to Podbean. Now, that having been said... Um, Wait, wait a minute. What are you saying? You got to miss an upload? No, just when the program's over, I upload the program to two places, Podbean and White Rose. All the other pl- all the all the other platforms pull from Podbean. Mhm. That's okay. true. Yeah. And so I don't know what's going on, but I did upload it on Friday. Uh, that having been said, I preach and preach and preach get your booster. There is some terrifying shit coming out of China. And I mentioned it yesterday. I'm going to keep mentioning it. Uh, Right now, right now, bodies are stacking up outside the crematoria in China. It's that bad. And, I mean, this, this may get... Well, for those who never, for those who never uh, watched Station Eleven, 
it's pretty horrifying at the beginning to see how a worldwide pandemic just goes fast. Uh, uh, let's see. Robin, this is on the hill. Uh, one, uh, one individual who has probably already been... Uh, uh, who has probably already been sent to a re-education camp, for all we know, a guy named, uh, or a person named uh, Zhao Jiatong, uh, who heads the Center for Disease Control in southwestern Guangxi region in China, um, said that uh, more than 2 million deaths may occur if China loosened COVID curbs the same way Hong Kong did. The report also said infections could rise to more than 233 million people. Uh, the United States, the United States even said they're looking at one and a half million COVID deaths if it dropped its zero COVID policy, which it did. Uh, Okay. Uh, Robin, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. All right. So what you're telling me is on the heels, or I mean the, the red hot heels, of a protest in China against all these lockdowns. Yeah, it's the so da- they, it's the damnedest thing, up, the most the most the, the second most brutal authoritarian dictatorship in the country. It got so bad that they dropped their curbs. Uh, the the well, story the story comes from Agence, the story comes from Agence France Press that says uh, that they can't. That, that they can't, ha- the crematoria cannot handle the number of COVID dead. Hospitals are struggling, that. pharmacy shelves are stripped bare. Okay. And it is, you know, it's, 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 almost, it's almost like it's this time 2019 all over again. Well, the Chinese government knew something was going on. That's why they wanted to keep the restrictions. They wanted to keep people locked in when they had an outbreak. This is what I'm saying. And the people protested. I've been following this. Yeah. Uh, you get it. Uh, Chongqing, you know, we talk, oh, there's 11 million people in New York. Uh, Chongqing is three times the size of New York City. It has 30 million inhabitants. And in Chongqing, this week, the government there told people who had mild COVID symptoms to go on and go to work. There is no more cold storage space for bodies at the crematoria. Uh, One crematorium is doing more than 30 bodies a day in Guangzhou. We have bodies assigned to us from other districts. There's no other option. They've gone from uh, maybe 10 or so a day people in one crematorium to 40 a day. The whole of Guangzhou is like this. Well, it was just a matter of time. See, we got to go back to the the beginning. And, And you and I had this conversation. I'll never forget it. I was in the bathtub and I was like, you know, no one's talking about variants no one's talking about when it's mutated well i mean this is this is so get this okay uh one guy who was a staffer at a funeral home uh the reporter for agence france press said is this covid stuff and the guy responded 
What do you think? I've never... Okay, this is 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. What do you think? I've never known a year like this one. A dozen vehicles waiting to enter a a, a crematorium center in Dongzhou. All right. Well, it'll be here soon. Remember, novel virus. That's the key. That's that's the key word. And even and, and 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 even though the current Novel booster virus. doesn't doesn't prevent the illness, it has been shown to keep you from going to the hospital. Right. That's why everybody. If you, if you notice, everybody's got a little piece of. You notice everybody's got a little piece of this shit. Everybody's got a little piece of this. A novel virus. See, that's, that's the key, a novel virus. Viruses only keep living because they mutate. And listen, the State, Depa- the State Department has gotten involved. They said, we know that any time the virus is spreading, that it is in the wild, that it has the potential to mutate and to pose a threat to people everywhere. The toll of the virus is of concern to the rest of the world, given the size of China's GDP, given the size of China's economy. Ah, oh, Jesus. It's already here. We're going to... No, the, the, <sighs> By the time you hear about it... I hate to say, here. lay in your toilet paper, but, well... Man, we're about to... This shit's about to hit the fan again. But, but, some of... You know what? It's just going to be the great color. It's C-U-L-L-I-N-G. It, uh, yeah. You know. But now we are 15 minutes past the hour, and I gotta get right. out of here because Podbean's gonna be mean to me. Yeah. All right. Bye, love. Love you guys. Talk to you I'll soon. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye. And so, with that, with that dire warning, the program closes. <sighs> Thank you all so much for keeping this program alive for keeping this information going out. All the information. All the cussing and discussing and carrying on. Thank you. Thanks to our Patreon and PayPal subscribers. Lord, we need more. Um, please think, if, if you've never... just If you don't contribute to the program, just think about it. Think about doing a $10 subscription. Good Lord, if everybody who listens to this program did that, we might actually pay the bills without having to do all this yakking. I don't know. But thank you. And thank you to our a la carte contributors. Thank you, Ralphs, for keeping us from being a goose egg this evening. You're a dear. Thank you to each and every one of you who share your precious t- finite time engaging in this program in whatever manner you so choose. Thanks to our all-volunteer staff. Thanks to Sparky and Steve in the chat room earlier. Thank you. To our news ninjas, thank you. Brother Deacon Asa, head on dot live. Remember, brand new fresh Malloy on the way, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. The best place to listen to the first row of Malloy is head on dot live. Because among other things, no commercials. Um, thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest working, bravest people I know. The folks at Cold River Mountain Watch, crmw.net, 20-plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia. Please like and subscribe wherever you're listening to the program. 
Tell your friends and neighbors, let's build this community and expand the conversation. I'd love that because I love the conversation. Leave some positive feedback, please. For God's sakes, get your booster, get your flu shot, wipe down your surfaces. It's, it, any one of these viruses is bad enough. Having one or two or all three at the same time is a nightmare. Wash your hands, don't touch your face. Wear, it's mask wearing time again. Use your hand sanitizer. Keep your social distance 15 to 20 feet, like Paul from Parts Unknown says. And if some guy who, like what rance, how rancid hot dog water smells, comes towards you down the sidewalk, are you ready to go to war? Are you, will you not comply? Avoid that three-shirt popping monstrosity like the plague. Because he is. And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Later.